0: Well, welcome to the Stansberry Show. We're online for you, WRQK.com. If you missed yesterday's program, that's where you can podcast that. If you uh, have not been joining us the last few days, you may have missed that we have announced Shinedown playing at the Canton Palace Theater July 17th. Rock 106.9 making that happen for you. We'll pass out those tickets for you at 8.30. Also 9.30, see they're playing the House of Blues. We'll get you into that as well. And at 8 o'clock, we'll teach you how to take the perfect D-pick ever. You're going to do it. You're going to send it. You shouldn't, but you're going to do it. So at 8 o'clock, we will walk you through. We will make you, well, an artisan. Really really, of the d pick, there you go, dude, if you can be an artist making sandwiches, you, you can make go. you be an artist, you know, taking the d pick, so uh we will uh we will make we will uh walk you right to the doorstep of the perfect d pick, join every morning by band Six inches
1: or twelve. what are you looking for
0: Jeez. Um, i uh i uh I, Jeez.
1: I, I I can't wait to get into this d pick story, I feel like that's a uh you're right i someone... almost
0: i dude, I thought about sending you out of the room at eight <laughs> o'clock <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about you during that, man. I am how are you today? Pretty good dude honestly yeah. halfway through a, a work week already I feel like it should be like Dude where's Tuesday? my hot day where's my uh, Oh <laughs>
1: Happy on a hump day. Hump day on <laughs> yeah, well, my hump day. Um well it is hump day, and it's kinda hard to believe, man. I just feel like this week is just like boom, March over. You know, it's uh it's it's it's, it's coming to an end here. So yeah, March is over. Yeah, it's 29th, dude. Crazy,
0: crazy to think about. Yeah, that's no, I mean yeah, uh, yeah this year's flying by. I, know,
1: and I guess that's what they keep saying, you know. You get older, the time keeps going just faster. slips through your fingertips. Which I didn't believe, and I don't know what point I started, but like, dude, do you remember how long everything felt when you were a kid? Yeah. Like just forever, like nightmares. A, a summer break. Dude,
0: a summer break was felt like, like two years. Dude, two years at least. Until the the, the last week in August. Right. And then that one like burned through. But yeah, no, you're right. It felt like forever.
1: Everything pretty much after Twins Days, because then I was like, oh my God, I got to start getting my like first day of school outfit ready. I got to do what, what? What kind of girl am I going to ask? What, what's going to happen this year? But like, dude, it just took so long yeah. when you were young. And as I've gotten older, man, it is just like,
0: damn. It's because you have more things to do. I you know guess. what I mean? When you're a kid, all you had to do was pedal to the end of the street. I <laughs> like, dude, like, I got three months to do this. I
1: feel like I don't have that much else to do. I I feel like if you looked at my day-to-day okay. routine... But you're supposed to be doing... Oh God, <laughs> I was
0: going to say. Yeah, you're supposed to be doing what's other things. The, uh, what's the story with you, buddy? What's going on? So my mom's in town. Yeah, she is. So my mom's in town. She surprised me the other day. Actually, I uh-huh. didn't even know she was coming into, uh, into Ohio. So I had dinner with her again yesterday. And I say dinner... But what I mean is like you know late lunch because she's seven, okay because she's seventy.
1: Well, let's <laughs> so, not let's not act like we don't live the life of seventy year old women. Fair, we do. Like fair. we could be seventy year old <laughs> men, dude. Why do I mean we got to be women? I always I always compare you and I to the Golden Girls in the sense of like we both get up at three thirty in the morning. You know, you drink some coffee, you sit around with one of the people that you pretend like you like, but you really don't <laughs> like them, and you talk crap about everything you possibly can for four yeah. hours. Then you go back home, you take a little nap, you watch your shows. I mean, we are golden girls, dude. Well, thanks for showing up today,
0: Rose. I'm 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 very I'm very happy. I'm very happy that you are here. I so yeah, so it was me, her, and her friend, mm-hmm. and we and we went to the we went to a Chinese buffet. Okay? And dude, the Chinese buffet with your mom is just funny. It just I mean, dude, with two old ladies, it's just hysterical. Because they're just both of neither one of them can hear a damn thing, right? And so they're screaming at one another about what everything is. And they're, what is this, Sue? do you know what this is? Like from from across the buffet. And at one point, I had to walk up to my mother and put my arm around her and say, Mom, I love you but you haven't been able to hear since 84 and you're now screaming at the top of your lungs and mispronouncing general so like, you're now that lady in line right and and then I just pointed look at all these little signs that tell you what everything is I know you can read it because you're standing three inches from it you're, you know what I mean and so like they're just hysterical And then there was, like, a moment where I had to, like, worry a little bit while we were at the table eating about the conversation that started to happen. Okay. And I was like, oh, God, oh, no. Okay. So, like, I'm trying to—my mom, honestly, I'm not just joking around. My mom has had—she's been hearing impaired for a long, long time. Okay. And she's just kind of vain. She doesn't like doctors touching her and stuff, so she doesn't want hearing aids and all that. It's a long story.
1: She probably doesn't want to hear you anymore either. Pro- well, that might be god, it.
0: That might be. Paying Thanks. paying that. Yeah, fat yeah, one. just keep piling on my parents not being proud. Thanks. No, I like it. And so I you know, she's trying to ask me about my day and my things, and mm-hmm. I'm trying not to scream in this restaurant as she stand as she's sitting two feet from me. And so she turns Oh my god, I don't even know if I should say this. She turns <laughs> and she sees that the owners of the restaurant. Chinese buffet. Okay. Like, they always do have their kids at, like, one table near the register doing their homework. And, like, of when course. your parents own a restaurant. What else is supposed to do? Right. And so she starts, her and her friends start commenting about it. But again, neither one of them can hear, okay. so we're not quiet. And so all of a sudden now, I got two 70 year old women <laughs> saying things that they don't know are, are, aren't like perfect for 2017. You know, these Haitians always have their kids just sitting at these tables. And my mom's like trying to take up for the kid and doesn't understand. Like, it's like, mom, you need to, mom, mom, pipe down. And like, at one point, I was like, you guys need to stop screaming racial generalities in here i'm sure italian people that own restaurants keep their kids at the restaurant all night too and she's like oh daniel you know i'm not trying to say anything about asians i'm just saying look at that kid and i was like "Mommy's gonna be fine his parents are probably millionaires right. none of these people dude they're paying all these people two dollars an hour
1: at least he's doing his homework, right? I mean, a little bit of that
0: there, right? I mean, keep him with the stereotypes, yeah. <laughs> dude. Is he keep driving terribly as well? Yeah, but there was a moment where I was like, "Oh Jesus, <laughs> dude, my mom's that lady," where she's like now screaming these things. It's terrifying. It's um, terrifying. I
1: I, 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 think that's all hilarious, and I'm, I'm sure the audience does as well. Um, but as
0: a whole, it sounds like you're having a pretty positive. Uh... I'm having. A, I, honestly, we're having a great visit. Like, I, not one time. This is a miracle. Not once? Not one time has have voices been raised. Wow. Not once. Except for when screaming about Asians. Yeah, but <laughs> again, nobody was trying to get violent. It was just, you know, my mom was just trying to feel bad for this eight-year-old kid. You know, these Asians. I'm like, Jesus, lady. You got it? Like, you can't scream that. Is it General Tso's?
2: She didn't know. <laughs> she
0: had no idea.
1: Like, this is the first time they've been to an Asian restaurant in their right. entire lives. Like, like, the, right. Like you got to get my
0: mom like you know buffet flashcards every time. It's like, lady, you're from Vegas. Where that the, the buffets is all you do. What do you mean? So like I just so that's what I thought about. It's like my brother goes through this about four times a week. But then you know we all ended up back at her friend's house and um you know who and her husband Ed who I haven't seen in forever. Ever who I love, and a couple of their kids uh, came over last night. Friends of, uh, of mine, you know, since I was a kid, and so like next thing you know, we're just talking about the family vacations we all took together, you know, in the '80s, and talking about my dad a lot. And so like honestly, yeah, my mom and I have had a really good visit. I'm having actually for the third day in a row, I'll be having dinner with her again this evening. Wow. Yeah, she yeah. leaves tomorrow, and I won't. As she leaves, her plane leaves at four, but my mom's like, you know, but I want to get at the airport at like one. And I was like, mom, I was like, airport security is not what it used to be. I know, but I have. rent a car, and I don't, Daniel, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay, fine. And I said to her, I was like, Mom, I love you, and we haven't fought not one time. But if I take you to the airport, I'm going to strangle you to death. Like, I know for sure. I was like, so why don't we go tomorrow night? And then, you know, we'll say goodbye there. So I won't see her Thursday. But, yeah, I am going to have dinner with her again this evening. And, I, yeah, as much as I want to jump up and down on her and, like, hate on her because it's easy and it's funny, She's actually been... real. Like, I don't recognize her almost. Like, she's been really great. Be still my heart, dude. I'm so happy right now. You, your mother, your <laughs> girlfriend. That's it. That's it. Thank God I have these Shinedown tickets, right? <laughs> Thank God. Like, dude, that's all he's got. Dude, just bitch about Kaepernick and give me them Shinedown tickets, man. Shinedown playing in the Palace Theater, July 17th. Here's the cool thing about that. Yeah. You can win yourself a pair at 8.30 this morning. Now, if you're not lucky enough to do that, tomorrow... We will do an internet pre-sale for Shinedown at the Stansbury page at wrqk.com. So that's what we will do tomorrow. Uh, there was another major concert announcement made. People have an, a reaction to it that I can't quite understand. We'll examine that next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We'll pass out some Seether tickets 9.30. It's going to be pretty nice this afternoon. I'm here in like, you know, mid 60s and you know, better weather. You know what that makes you want to do? Roll that window down, turn the radio up, and drive your brand new car. Now, if you want one of those, you're probably going to need a loan. So check out CSE Federal Credit Union. It's the bank I use. No matter what you're looking for, they'll have a loan for that. You know, I talk about cars a lot. They also have, you know, home loans you can get there too personal loans, whatever kind of loan you're looking for. CSE, yeah, dude, Fantone loves boats. So buy a boat. Take Fantone out there, mm-hmm. and then throw him off the boat, and uh, you can get it all financed. CSE Federal Credit Union. You can find them online. Get some more details on their loans and their locations. CSCFCU.com. They have a loan for that. Teresa writes in and says, I just want to start out saying that I'm a 33-year-old female, and I've been a loyal listener since Nick Andrews and Keith Hamilton were on the air. Wow. But I am so glad that you are putting your best foot forward with your mother. Oh. Like, I'm proud of you, dude. Oh. Look at that. Look at that. So basically what I've decided to do is, yeah, Rock Station, screw dudes. <laughs> Give me all the chicks. I want all the chicks. <laughs> Kidding. Teresa, thank you very much. I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, it has been a little bit of a nice visit. I would have never. Dude, if you would ask me a year ago, hey, your mom's just going to show up, not tell you. And it's going to go well. I would
1: have laughed at you. Well, dude, the morning that it happened, you had this look of panic on your face. like, And I was like, dude, did you just get a call that you have cancer? Did you just get a call <laughs> that, like, I mean, honestly, I thought something was
0: majorly wrong. I thought she was coming here to break bad news in person. Uh, and she is here for not the best of reasons. A friend of hers is sick. Right. And uh, he is dealing with some uh, some health issues. And that uh, honestly, it makes me really sad because I love that man. Um, And and so that makes me kind of sad. So she is kind of here for some of that. Um but I really thought she was like here in person to brace me for like, you know, awful right.
1: Here's something news that happened, for right. like
0: that was gonna impact you know what I mean and so you know it's been nice. So yeah, I'll have dinner with her again tonight.
1: Um and I'm going to assume that this will be the uh, this will be the the catalyst to Stansberry Viva Las Vegas style. I assume it's not gonna be too long before. You
0: know, I told there. her I was kicking around the idea of going to an all inclusive place for um for Christmas. Yeah. You know, and taking yeah. one of those vacations and playing golf. And she looked across the dinner table at me yesterday. She goes, You know where there are really good golf courses? She's like, Las Vegas. And she did bring up a good point. My sister in law is very tied in in Vegas, she has very powerful friends, uh, my sister in law does. And, or can And so she's like, I'll get Roxanne to make calls, and I'll get you on courses that would, you know, that would be hard for you to do that. And so, yeah, it sounds like Vegas for Christmas. There it is. Knew it was happening. You know what I think might should should happen? What is that? Is maybe, dude, you spend Christmas Day here, obviously, with your families, but you've never been to Vegas. I never have. Why don't you pack up the bags, bring the woman out. And we'll all do Vegas the Day after Christmas Through New Year
1: The only reason I say no And I guess this will be laughed at um, The only reason I'm like Eh Is I think we should try To make it like a Yo The Sands Show Takes Fanto to Vegas Come on listeners We're filling up with Right out of the Accra Airport We're flying straight Into Vegas baby
0: That's a great idea Right As a guy right? who's never been uh, Speaking right? of which There's a new airline uh, oh, God I wish I could remember Is it it's not a, no spirit. I think is coming to Akron Canton. There you go. I, I, don't quote me there. I'm sorry. I, sh- I shouldn't do that. But there's an. I, I read it. I read like the headline yesterday while I was at the dinner table. There, like there's an airline coming here. that's going to fly. I think dr- right out of Akron Canton to Vegas like three days a week. Makes sense to right. me, right? All of a sudden, right. it Seems like they're going to want to get that word out. They're going to want to get that word out. First one's free Akron Canton Airport. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just messing. But yeah, no, it's been interesting. So another concert announcement was made, you know, we're bringing Shine down to town July 17th yeah. Palace Theater, but another one was made, this is huge, is the Concert for Legends, right? And uh, I, I personally don't see any issue with this pick at all, but of course, you do anything big and you do anything grand, there's always going to be the people who have to, like, think it sucks, Yeah. right? Yeah. And so the Pro Football Hall of Fame announced, and I think this is smart, Toby Keith for the Concert for Legends. American Girls And I know the argument, because I've already seen the arguments online, which is, you had Tim McGraw last year, so why are we going country-country? And if that's simply your thing, is why is it country-country two years in a row, I guess maybe I could see that. Arguing that it shouldn't be a country artist at all is pure lunacy. Now I will tell you, I do know some names that were being kicked around. That they could not, for, and I don't know what the circumstances were, but for some reason they ended up not getting done. I don't know what the circumstances were. But one of the names that was being kicked around, and I think pretty heavily, from what I understand, was Timberlake. Now that would have been cool. And I think Timberlake, well, who makes a bigger splash? Timberlake or Toby Keith?
1: Oh, Timberlake for sure. Timberlake for sure. It's a um uh, an a, a current a lister, you know what I mean, and not to say that Toby Keith is not an a lister. No, he's a
0: solid B pluser right now, though. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: But Timberlake's one of those guys that is a what do I want to see being covered on TMZ? You know what I mean.
0: Yeah, and unless Toby Keith, unless there were secret recordings of Toby Keith Right Saying things that it's like, right. Toby, what are you doing? But I, I, I guess it's all kind of, you have to keep in
1: perspective what this event is This isn't just like a, hey, we're bringing the biggest artist we can bring We're bringing somebody specific to... The 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 induction we're bringing we're bringing legends for legends we're bringing Aerosmith because they're so closely tied with the NFL um, Tim McGraw and Brett Favre great buddies isn't Toby Keith and Jerry Jones isn't that uh, that's uh, you know so I think that's where that connection is that, lies. I, that you might be right so, about it I don't and, and, know about it and, and, and as far as like the oh well it should be another classic rock group after they did another country group dude that, nobody promised you that it was gonna go boy girl boy girl boy girl what are you talking about dude this is another A list artist that the Pro Football Hall of Fame is bringing to Canton, Ohio, dude. And if you can't appreciate that, I mean, dude, I don't like Toby Keith at all. I don't like Toby Keith at all. But if you can't appreciate that they're bringing this guy to Canton, Ohio, suck it, dude. Okay, so
0: the concert for legends, like, think about that. Like, let's think about the name. Right. Because I'm going to go to Fantone here because he came in this morning with some math on Toby Keith that I didn't know. Now, I would have guessed close to this, but I didn't know this. Toby Keith has how many number one hits? I counted them. Okay. I counted them.
1: 20 number one singles. 20 number one
0: singles. Guys, what are we arguing about?
1: 20 over 3 decades. Over 3 decades. Number one singles in the 90s, number one singles in the 2000s and number one singles in the 2010s.
0: How what are we what are oh, we talking about? Yeah, I mean, dude, you go back to Should Have Been a Cowboy and He Ain't Worth Missing, that's going way back and yeah, dude, th- those were huge hits. 3 decades of number one hits. What are we t- what I mean, dude, that was back when country was still like Black jeans and, mullet, like, black hats mullet, and mullets. Mullet, yeah. Mullet, I mean, it really was.
1: Not that Toby Key's not wearing black jeans and a mullet still, well, so, but. Yeah, but, but now
0: he has a mullet on his chin. I love you, red
3: solo cup.
0: And so I saw this yesterday. Where are all the Rock Acts? Where are all the Rock Acts? So I'll ask you. That's a great question. Where indeed are all the Rock Acts? Guys, like, I've said this before, and I think I'm right about it. Dude, the thing that rock music has going for it, and has always had going for it, is aggression, mm-hmm. nowhere to take it, mm-hmm. a little, uh, you can't tame me, you can't cage me. Dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah. All of that stuff now is seen as problematic. That's not cool anymore. Excess isn't cool. Now it's like, you know, drinking three days a week, I mean, oh my god, I mean, like, that might be a problem well. Right? I, I, I mean, there's a little bit of rock music that's not posh right for, now. For a rock artist,
1: and obviously I think for any artist, at this point, you have to be a, a, a an artist who has been able to do it with longevity. Somebody who's been able to sustain success. And there's not too many bands in the rock world that you can really point at as like sustaining success. Aerosmith is a great example. Multiple multiple decades of smash hits there. You know what I mean? Like, You can't point at five-finger death punch. 80s, you, 90s. You, you, you can't point at five-finger death punch and be like, no, they're the ones who should be playing, they're the balls. It's the only argument I feel like you can really make in the world of rock is Metallica and I guess Foo Fighters. If those were the two arguments you were making, I would say yes.
0: We argue about this all the time and maybe for the Super Bowl halftime show, no, but I think he would fit the bill for this and especially since because he's got such ties to Ohio, I think Nine Inch Nails would work, but it doesn't fit the NFL brand. Mm -hmm. It's not And here's the thing And thank God a little bit Because I'm not ready for 9 inch nails To be palatable to my mother You know what I mean And this is a spectacle It's not about It needs to be a wide net It's never going to be Five Finger because it's not a wide enough net. They're a big band. It's not like they're not relevant. It's just they're not a wide enough net.
1: Right. There's a reason why Katy Perry does the halftime show. There's a reason why Lady Gaga does the halftime show is because it's bigger than just what is you as a dude,
0: what's your favorite rock band. It's bigger than that. It has to be. I mean, you tell me what's going to be a bigger deal going on in the area that night than Toby Keith playing for that like uh, I heard people yesterday going oh, you know it's not that big of a deal come that night it will be a big deal I think, and uh, you know what and all the people who tell me it's not a big deal are going to email me and go yo man my girlfriend kind of wants to go to that can you get me into that
1: I think that's tr- what's going to happen I think Trunk Ride might be playing Buzzbin that night but but seems like the concert for legends might might draw might, more people
0: might be bigger now for the second year in a row I hear that we're going to have another Maslin man playing drums at the Concert for Legends. Last mm-hmm. year, Tim McGraw's, uh, you know, drummer. And now this year, Tubby uh, Keith's drummer. This is another Washington High School graduate coming to Canton to play uh, drums. Dave Mac uh, is it McAfee was inducted into the Washington High School Distinguished Alumni and will return to Stark County this summer to play in the Hall of Fame's Concert for Legends. Reading it at indieonline.com. What a cool thing being from the area, right? course man like I'm I'm, I'm from like an hour north of here and you know my dad's family was from here and I remember when we did the sticker stop at the Pro Football Hall of Fame and I looked up and I saw my last name on the marquee of the Pro Football Hall of Fame I was like oh what a moment that felt like a moment to me one of my favorites of my career to be honest with you felt like a moment and so like I can only imagine being born raised Maslin being you know bred with that how important that is, and then come back home and play that stage. And I guess he didn't even know the the, the article says he didn't know until they made the announcement. Because I'm you know I'm willing about to the touring drummer doesn't know everything that's getting, getting
1: ready to happen. You know what I mean? Um, you you throw this guy for Toby Keith. Um, like you said, Tim McGraw's drummer. I didn't know this, but Elton John's tour, touring
0: drummer. I did know that because I saw him in Youngstown last summer or whatever it was. And they did the whole "Hey, this guy's from Ohio" thing, and yeah, I, dude, I saw that.
1: A lot of a lot of good drummers from Ohio, apparently. America.
0: Timberlake would have been good, and and I understand reaching out to him. Garth's name was kicked around; wouldn't do it, I heard.
1: Um, uh, obviously he'd fit the bill. I mean, it, it just, oh, bigger and dope. It's, it, it's going to be one of these things where. I mean Gar sold
0: out three nights at the queue oh yeah you know Tony what I mean that's, not doing that. that's no. a huge thing but now again part of that was that he hadn't toured in forever right and and and, and I, I guess I mean Toby comes every year at
1: this point it's just like the pro Football Hall of Fame obviously has a standard to uphold and twenty number one hits over three decades fits that bill dude it's good it's okay you're gonna you you you're gonna get a hell of a show game.
0: I just I'm struggling to think of the other classic rock band that would still be able to do the show where it wouldn't feel like a rib cook-off. Like Aerosmith didn't feel like a classic rock band that's like, oh my god, dude, you're on you're on the Eddie Money rib circuit. Like Aerosmith felt like, oh my god, dude, Aerosmith just rolled through town. A C D C? Yeah, that yeah. would work for sure. A C D C would work for sure. Brian Johnson, right? That whole thing's not happening. Now, Guns N' Roses I think totally fits the bill, but the problem is, and if you're the Pro Football Hall of Fame, is Axel the guy you want to rely on for the biggest thing you're going to do all year? Especially after last year with the field, you kind of have to play it safe. You can't put this thing in the hands of Axel. You can't.
1: Well, y- yes, and, and, and y- you know, y- you want to have somebody. I feel like you'd want to have the actual band, so I feel like ACDC with Axel, I don't know. But I think there's, there's obviously, as we move forward, there's going to be bands that want to do this. There's going to be bands that want to be associated with it. And, dude, shut up and quit complaining about it and just go to a concert, like, in, in your backyard. This is what, what I love about awesome. people. This
0: is what love about people nothing ever happens here nothing ever happens here nothing ever happens here nothing ever happens here all this stuff gets announced and everybody's like like we always say no matter where you move no matter where you go you are still you do 20 number one hits man 20 of them and a guy on the drums from Maslin. If you wanna hate on that, you go ahead. I'm not gonna I'm gonna view that as a win for Star County that night. Let's not
1: forget like a a, a, a billion dollar renovation of the facilities, um, like the, the the economic backbone of our county. I'm supporting it. I'm in. I like
4: it pro football hall of fame. We here at the Sandsbury show like the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We're all in, dude.
0: Because if you close your doors tomorrow, Rock One oh six nine doesn't need a live morning show. No, they don't. So, we like Toby Keith, buddy. And here's the thing. I do like Toby Keith. I mean, i he's probably not my favorite country artist. I probably, like, I actually asked Fantone. I said, you know, who's bigger, him or Tim? Because I'm probably a bigger Tim fan, personally. Tim McGraw, 31 number one hits. Okay, well that, so. well, that kind of answers that. But, like, I'm a bigger fan of Tim. But... When my boss comes down the hallway, and this is hypothetical world here, and says, hey, man, I got a pair of tickets for Toby for you, I'm going to be pumped about that and going to want to go to that.
1: Drink beers, dude. American Ride's going to be playing in the background. Why wouldn't you want to?
0: Oh, Caleb tweets in. Now, here's the thing. Now, I don't love this band, but I think rock format, big enough, and probably wide enough. Net, Caleb, this is a great suggestion. Maybe they should look into this for next year. Caleb, what a good pick. Red Out Chili Peppers Uh, They fit the bill Now I'm not the biggest fan And we play them a little Too much for my taste But I mean That's I mean It could be any one band
1: Might be Trunk Ride next year I don't know
0: Red Out Chili Peppers Jay uh, tweets in Says what about you 2 You 2 could fit that bill for sure I like do the Chili Peppers for our audience would be big, Caleb. That's a great suggestion, man. I'm actually going to see if I can if I can get you know put a, put a little worm and some ears down there at the Pro Football Hall of Fame to see if we can get that one. That'd be good. I think they nailed it. Three years in a row. I think they nailed it. Agreed. So your favorite social media platform is changing once again. We'll give you the update next on Rock 106.9. Um. Yeah, I think they fit it. I, I, you know, I, even trying to take my fandom for them out, I think they. I think they're all right. I think they can do it. Jason asks again: Are are they trying? Acts, are they tying acts to the fan bases of teams? Well, of course they are. Yeah. Welcome to welcome to advertising yeah. and welcome to building strong brands. And he says here: Yeah, I would imagine a lot of Cowboys fans or Toby Keith fans. Yeah. Guys, I know some of you just find country music to be abysmal. It is and has been for 20 years the most profitable and popular music format in the world. There are more country radio stations than any other thing. You know why? Because most of America is middle of nowhere, nothing fly over state towns. It is. I know we get caught up in L.A. and New York and Chicago, but none of us live there. Where do we oh. live? We live in Maslin. Well, we,
1: we all like to pretend like we're all so cool, but at the end of the day, you're listening to Toby Keith watching NFL football drinking Budweiser. Oh, craft beers and all these, you know, oh, dude, rock music swear. and it's like, dude, whatever. Stop trying to be someone you're not. Embrace it. And yes, of course, of course, when you factor in all right, you know uh, Brett Favre's going in. So therefore a lot of Packer fans are going to be in there. Therefore yes, we should accommodate them. Yes, Cowboy
0: fans are travelers. They're an, they're they're a huge set. Not only are they travelers, they live in other places. That, dude, the Cowboys are a huge brand, right? I mean, a huge. I would, I'm just guessing here, but they were called America's team for 30 years. Once you get
1: a... Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, they're definitely you know one I mean? of the teams, much like the Packers, you know, um, that and the Patriots who have a fan base outside of just Rabbit. their region. Yeah. Um, and the Steelers are very much the same way. And, like, once that happens, you can bet your ass that it's going to be like, well, dude, Pittsburgh right Don't there. We, right. Well, I mean, like, what, no, what, kidding, what, but, but, but how do we accommodate these groups? How do we accommodate... Accommodate you know these these fan bases that are coming out because at this point it's a four-day event now play to your audience they it's, know what they're doing it's a four-day event now and y- you have to okay well how do we get them to come to all four days worth of events i don't want them just to show up on, on on saturday just for the induction i want them to come in on wednesday night they're here for thursday for the or the game friday night for the concert saturday for the induction and sunday for the game you got to keep their attention over five days there and and, and and yeah, of course you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna play to the audience. How could you
0: not? Ben writes in and says, "When's the last time the Browns played the Hall of Fame game? Now, don't quote me here, but I think it was when they returned, right? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was when they returned. I know I have a T-shirt from it that my ex-girlfriend bought for me when we were in I don't know Goodwill or something down here. She was like one of those where we had to go to like every thrift store in the world." And she found, she's like, oh my God, look, the Browns in the Hall of Fame game, Pro Football Hall of Fame. And I got to give her credit. That was cool. So I have the shirt, but I don't know off the top of my head, but it's, I don't think it was that long ago. When was the last time a member of the Cleveland Browns was inducted into the Hall of Fame? Well, we'll hear from the next one at 730, actually. The next Brown to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We do have a piece of audio surrounding him. We'll play that for you at 730. And some people in Canton may have to move. There's some gross stuff all over their house. The health officials here in town have been busy. We'll fill you in on that story next on Rock 1069.
1: Guys, it is Fantone from the Stansbury Show here. Tax season right around the corner. You're probably thinking to yourself, what am I going to do with that refund? Well, let me tell you, there is no better investment than yourself, and I'm talking about the Roholt Vision Institute. It's been over a year since I've had my LASIK surgery, and I could not be happier with the results. I'm seeing 2015, people. You could be too. And before you say to yourself, oh, I don't have the money or, you know, I'm not a candidate for LASIK, dude, head over to Roholtvision.com and see what their financing options are. See if you would be a good candidate for LASIK. They've got three different locations to serve you, so you are never too far away from world class eye care. Like I said, go hit up the website, roholtvision.com. Hey, what's up? It's Kramer, and I like good looking women. You do too, don't you? Hey, I'm giving away VIP parties to the Diamond
0: Royale in Canton. You and 19 buddies can party with these girls at the Diamond. To win, text the word Diamond to 57739. That's Diamond with your first and last name to 57739. Standard text and data rates apply. You'll receive a confirmation phone call. You must be 21 or older to enter the Diamond Royale, Munson Street in Canton, and the Diamond Lodge, Route 14 in Rootstown. Six nine. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. Rock 106.9. you your way into the Shinedown Show. 830's when we'll do that. They're playing the Canton Palace Theater July 17th. Your internet pre-sale starts tomorrow morning on Rock 106.9's uh, website, which is wrqk.com. It'll be in the Sandsbury Show section. But when you're way into Shinedown 830. Now, with it being tax season, you're probably thinking about a car. It's what I just did. Just bought a car. And Just as important to me about finding what I wanted is I wanted an experience that wasn't going to be, well, honestly, for the lack of a better term, nightmarish, right? Because buying, dude, a huge purchase like that can be daunting, and that's what I loved about shopping at Wacom, is that it was like no pressure sales. It was like, hey, man, just check out our website, Wacom.com, sift through one of the 400 used cars we have available for you. Don't worry about your credit stands. We're going to get you financed, and they'll get you financed as well. Like I said, 400 used cars for you to pick from at wakem.com. And once you find one that you kind of like, head up to the Wakeham Auto Mile on Tuscan Lincoln Way there. And you, just like I did, will save the Wakeham Way. 60 years they've been in business because they know how to do it. They treat you right. It was an easy, seamless transaction that day. It made me so happy. Check out the Wakeham Auto Mile west tusk in lincoln way and start your shopping online the way i did wake and save the Wakeham way so a story started to break a little bit yesterday fantone said hey man i'm going to send you something and you should probably read this as it's affecting a lot of people in the listening area and this is a little bit of a health scare i would imagine because they got the you know the health of officials involved and we do have a little piece of audio and uh, I believe we have taken this from Fox 8 let's roll that
2: I was like oh no I just bought this house Tam Church
4: has lived here for a year loves throwing a football through the air to his son but something else in the air has him worried you can see that clearly Tams is among dozens of homes and cars in Canton's Georgie Estates neighborhood coated by a layer of dirty residue yeah, you can see it right there some cases so bad even power washing can't remove it
0: now that's crazy because yeah. uh, my buddy, uh, like, had a, like, a power, like a pressure washing business. Yeah. And so he's got one of those. So every once in a while we'll tool around with it and stuff. And the amount of stuff I've seen come off of siding of a home with that, I've seen almost siding come off the home with it.
1: Right. I mean, obviously, you know, power, power our pressure washers are, are, are used for a reason because they're so effective. And right. if that's not taking that layer of filth off, that layer
4: of grime, that is concerning. It yeah, has that's to terrifying.
3: Be. It has to be. It's gotta be what they're letting out in
4: the air. People living here are convinced it's coming from the nearby Republic Steel Plant. I know that seems like a logical thing, I don't know if what it's, I would
0: have assumed
1: I don't know if it's fact. And I, I it just to me, it just seems important that we say that, that like, yes, that seems right, but that doesn't make it so. You know what I mean? Like,
0: it, it seems logical. you know, what? honestly, as much as I want to be like, oh, God, sissy. But at the end of the day, honestly, the world could use more of that. Right. It, it really could. I mean, before we demonize a business.
1: Well, and, 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 and obviously there's going to have to be tests done and there's going to have to be things done. And if if this is an issue, obviously it needs to be taken care of. Sure. But just it just to me, it feels like, well, obviously it's from a public steal, right? Yep, let's just burn it down. Well, let's hold on for a second and see if that's actually the
4: case. Yeah. For me personally, it has gone past concerns. I want answers. I think there's a lot of us out here who do. Even more. That's reasonable.
1: If you're living in one of those homes, if your car is being affected by this, if your kids are being affected by this, you
0: want answers. I would want. Well, think about this, too. And we we haven't even gotten here yet. And I don't know if this audio will get there.
4: Think about leaving your dog outside. Right. 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 Think about that. Who do? Even more concerning to some neighbors that Republic Steel uses lead in some processes at this plant.
1: (sighs) Ooh. Yeah. That's, that's no good. Ooh. Um, as somebody who, uh, you know, I followed the Clint wa- or the Flint water crisis story kind of, uh, closely just because I used to live there. Um, and like the effects of lead poisoning, it pretty serious, dude. Like not just like, oh, you're going to get sick, but like those are long term health ramifications. You don't develop as well. You have behavioral issues. Like it's not just like, oh, well, hey, we well, take this pill and you're, and you're of, healthy.
0: Yeah.
4: Learning disabilities come out of that. Yeah. Exactly. THE CITY HEALTH DEPARTMENT IS NOW INVESTIGATING TO MAKE SURE THOSE PROCESSES ARE IN COMPLIANCE. THERE'S NO INDICATION AT ALL RIGHT NOW THAT THEY'RE IN VIOLATION OF ANY lead LEAD EMISSION STANDARDS. BUT THAT'S STILL PART OF YOUR INVESTIGATION? ABSOLUTELY. THE CANTON CITY HEALTH DEPARTMENT BEGAN INVESTIGATING AFTER NEIGHBORS COMPLAINED TO CITY COUNCIL. HEALTH COMMISSIONER JIM ADAMS SAYS OFFICIALS ARE EXAMINING VISIBLE EMISSIONS, PLANT RECORDS AND TESTING THE RESIDUE ITSELF we take all complaints that we get very seriously i mean we live in this neighborhood ourselves you know we live we're we're canton people you know this is our community also republic steel is installing a new air monitor for lead required by the state epa last year the company tells fox thank god we still have that right okay (laughs) i mean right? right right i mean right
0: now we're happy we have the epa right right
4: right right okay The company tells Fox 8 it, quote, has produced leaded steel at the plant since 1968 and spends millions of dollars each year to maintain its equipment to ensure compliance with all applicable EPA regulations. We have complied with and will continue to comply with those regulations. As the city investigation continues, Tam is considering having his kids tested for lead just in case. Oh, I would for sure. How would
0: you not get your... Yeah, for sure I would. Absolutely. It would be one of the first things I did. We, I would get tested myself, too. Pay good money for these homes. Um, we we want to live
2: healthy lives. We want our kids to be healthy. So be considerate of that.
0: That's a reasonable request. Yeah. Now, this gets tough for me, all right? Because I am pro-business. And um, I understand people wanting to live close to work. And, and so, like, it's a very... Tough thing is because you need businesses in your community. You know what I mean? Otherwise, where are people going to work? But at the same time, I don't want my house coated with whatever this happens to be. And I will admit that I would, now I'm not a homeowner, I rent, but if I was going to buy a home, near a business, I would think about this obviously now before making a purchase.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, certainly uh, from a homeowner's perspective, if nothing else, even if they find out that this is like, oh, well, there's no health issues, there's nothing, it's fine. Still making my dude, house dirty. It's making your house look like crap, and it's making your neighborhood look like crap, and it's making your cars look like crap. So like there is uh, right there an issue. It will.
0: Uh, so now it's covering the houses, and they're saying like pressure washes won't even get it up. So, okay, like think about two months from now. Right when some of you don't have central air and you have your windows open all right time. think about that now it's going to be in your home like I said letting your dog outside letting your kids play in the yard and
1: and, and if, if it's already accumulated so much that it can't be pressure washed off now what's it going to be in two years if there's no if there's nothing that changes there if it's if they if, I mean what what is your house going to look like in two years it's going to look like the inside of a house when people smoke in it you know how you got that film you know how you got that like that like that, 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 that like brown on everything it's going to be that gross disgusting and you do that's property value that you're losing right there. There's no question about it. Yeah, I like how uh, I like how the dude from the health board was like, "Yeah, we live in this neighborhood too." And I'm like, "No, you don't. You live in North Canton. Don't lie to anybody,
0: dude. Come on, now we know that's not. True. Yeah, we know that is not true." D- he sounded like Jackson. I mean, I, <laughs> right, I, I mean, right, I don't know. Right, I don't know. Now, I I did take a like a piece of listener email on this. Okay, okay? and I want to get that out there that I don't know this to be fact. I'm hearing this from a listener. Okay. But he says, and I'm not going to give you his name, he says there's a vent system that's called bag houses. And after 5 o'clock, they know, Republic Steel does, he says, that the EPA won't be around. So they shut them off because they say it pulls too much heat out of the furnace. And when they do all that, the dust and smoke goes out of the top of the roof into the air. Okay. So he kind of claims, has some inside information on this, and that they do know this and are kind of... Turning a blind eye to again, that's a listener send that in. I don't know that.
1: Yeah, the fact that he has some sort of like knowledge of the vernacular, at least, at least he knows what he's talking about, makes lends me... itself
0: to credible. Okay, but I don't
1: know. Yeah, okay, it's not, it sounds right to me. Um, you know, early in this, I said, you know, let's let's not jump up and down on Republic Steel before we before we know anything. I think it is worth noting. Um, in two thousand and fourteen, uh, both the Canton and Maslin plants of uh, Republic Steel were fined two hundred or no, I'm sorry, two point four million dollars with over a hundred. Hundred violations of health and self and safety ran at their facilities by. Okay, Republic.
0: now that sounds bad. Right. Okay, that sounds bad. I don't know if that's, I know companies gonna get fined right. all the time, so I don't know where on par that lies, so, I, but it still doesn't look good. Every restaurant has a health code violation, right. so I'm
1: not gonna be like, yo, Republic Steel, you've got a violation, but over 100 violations that they paid $2.4 million for Canton, Maslin alone.
0: Again, just took this via Twitter, via a listener, and I'm not gonna give you his name either, as he says he is currently an employee there. Okay. 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 So I just wanna, you know Delete what I mean? that tweet, yeah, that tweet. <laughs> I, I don't wanna get anybody in trouble, yeah. And he says that he has been tested and his lead count is normal, and okay. he handles the lead himself. He says, "Okay, so, okay, I, I'm gonna take you at your word, okay. But I will say this: that even if it's not a lead health issue, let's say that's okay. But if my house was still being made to be like dingy, I would be upset about it and would want something to be done about the fact that." Uh, there's got to be something we can do to re- yeah. maybe even reduce it i don't know if you can eradicate it but let's re- try to at least reduce it
1: yeah but my kids shouldn't have to go out and play in this you know what i mean like at the end of the day the, the, you can't make the argument well it's making your kids healthier no and breathing that in is not making my kids healthier i don't want i don't want my kids to have to you know
0: uh, yeah there may be an aaron brockovich type thing maybe happening i don't right, know right we don't know you know and so like and, and i did I, I do like how responsible you want to be about that because i'm sure yeah. they're a major employer in the area oh, i would yeah. have to imagine i
1: mean, dude, it's- a business that's been in Stark County forever, and like we're certainly not trying to jump up and down on them,
0: but don't it, want them shutting down, that's for sure. Right, but don't we, want
1: that. But but you need to have you know the facts come out. And I guess until that happens, at this point, we're just kind of speculating and, and hoping for the best.
0: So the Browns have one future Hall of Famer on the roster, and he's been in the crosshairs lately, and he has had to defend himself over some tweets that he made. And we'll let you take a listen to Joe Thomas next on Rock 1069. 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. Online for you, WRQK.com. If you missed yesterday's version of New Tour Tuesday, that's where you can grab that. Also, the tomorrow, WRQK.com is going to be hugely important. Yeah. Is that is where the internet presale for Shine Down at the Palace Theater will be. Uh. They're playing July 17th, Canton Palace Theater. Tickets go on sale Friday morning, but internet pre-sale starts tomorrow at WRQK.com. Now, you may be uh, looking for a new job. I got good news for you. Gervasi and the Twisted Olive both looking for some help. They need servers, bartenders, busters, hostesses, cooks, dishwashers, all kind of stuff. So here's what you're going to do. Tomorrow, stop out at Gervasi from 5 to 7 in the afternoon for an on-the-spot interview. Now, they suggest, and I would do this, heading online and putting in an application before you do that. Just put your best foot forward there. For more details, visit the employment page at GervasiVineyard.com. Can't make it tomorrow? Stop out at the Twisted Olive, Wednesday, April 5th from 1 to 4, or Thursday, April 6th from 3 to 6. You can apply there online as well. GervasiVineyard.com. So the Browns have been a little bit of a mess for a little while. Really? I, I know I'm not. Really? Breaking news. No, I, I like not the I, Like, I know I'm not telling you anything you don't know. All right, but they've been a little bit of a mess. Oh, no, you're gonna, dude. I'm playing golf with Dustin tomorrow, and he's gonna (laughs) bitch at me about the sacks, dude. I'm gonna be on like the fifth hole, and he's gonna be like, dude, seriously, with the sacks. But the Browns have been a little bit of a mess, Mm -hmm. right? And the one bright spot they have had has been Joe Thomas. Yes. Okay, and he's great, and I think he'll probably be a Hall of Famer. I, you you I, struggle
1: with that. I still do. I don't know how you can be a Hall of Famer when you are on one of the worst teams of all time.
0: I bet if we go back and look through Hall of Famers, we've seen that. Right? I, I would think there's got to be at least one. And I say Hall of Famer because guys on the NFL network, like when you watch Sunday morning shows, they say Joe Thomas, future Hall of Famer. So I just, I mean, by the numbers, he must have it.
1: It's tough with a with a with with an offensive lineman because you don't have impressive stats. It's just not the same thing as seeing touchdowns, seeing yards, seeing all that. You can't catches that. up
0: on the screen and be like, but, oh yeah, dude, a guy made 900 catches but,
1: but you'd like to think that your team's overall success, your team's ability to run the ball, your team's ability to pass the ball, your team's offensive efficiency would have something to do with it, and the Browns have been piss poor... Prior to Joe Thomas, yes But through
0: the entire Joe Thomas tenure, dude Through the entire thing Piss poor You can make the argument Actually, no The argument is We've wasted him more than he's helped us bolster Oh, for sure That's not true Not close, dude Yeah That's true But he kind of weighed into this Colin Kaepernick thing About, you know, the, the kneeling and the standing And the team's not signing him And why teams aren't signing him Over, you know, the kneeling over the national anthem and the like And Joe Thomas had tweeted this. He says, Teams don't currently view him as a starting quarterback. And NFL teams accept zero, he capitalized all of that, zero distractions from their backup QBs. Now, I'll ask this question to Fantone before we go any further. Yeah. Is there anything wrong with that statement?
1: No, I don't think so because it's all in line. I mean... Um, I don't think a lot of teams a lot of teams do not view Colin Kaepernick as a starting quarterback right now and, and and when you throw in the fact that he's a backup and he's a distraction and whether it's for the right reasons or the wrong reasons he is a distraction there's no denying that so I understand why it's like nah, eh, dude you know what for for what you're bringing to the table and what I'm, I'm I'm going to give you for this it's not worth it I understand
0: that my thing is is that people are looking to tear Joe Thomas down and I can't quite make that out because if you read the tweet again, and I will, teams don't teams don't currently view him as a starting quarterback, and NFL teams ha- accept zero distractions from their backup QBs. Nowhere in that tweet—now I'm sure there are others—but nowhere in this particular tweet is there an indication of him saying Colin isn't a starting quarterback or him saying Colin. Is a distraction. He is saying, in his view, he assumes teams view him as a distraction and not as a starter. That's not, he's not saying, I don't think the kid can start, or I don't think, or, I think he's too much of a distraction. And at that point, if somebody really wanted to parse his words and go after him for it, I could live with it. Now, I understand that part of the reason why this next soundbite we're going to play for you is done, because otherwise TV shows wouldn't be on TV. There's a little bit of that. But Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless do a show on Fox Sports 1, FS1, called Undisputed. And Shannon Sharp has taken issue with what Joe Thomas has had to say. Let's take a listen to Shannon.
2: He took his money that he got from his jersey and his likeness and donated to a worthy cause. But you still view him as a distraction. He has a fight, a five... Time uh, Josh Gordon was suspended five times, Joe Thomas never uttered, uttered the word distraction. Jeez. He said the Browns. Shannon
0: Sharp's like, kind of like the Colin
1: Kaepernick of speaking.
2: To give him the benefit of the doubt.
1: He did say the Browns should give him the benefit of the
0: doubt. He did say that.
2: Even Josh Johnny, Gordon? Yes. Well, Joe, Joe jo- Thomas jo- said Thomas Thomas
0: about Josh Gordon. Correct. Okay. Okay. Even now, Johnny- what I'm going to say there is we know there's a double standard in the NFL. And that if you have the ability, that they're going to look the other way on some things. I don't know if that's, I, I'm not going to say that's right, I'm not going to say it's wrong, but that is the reality.
2: Even when Johnny Manziel was showing up drunk, breathing in the huddle, because Joe Thomas is the left tackle, the quarterback in the huddle, lines up right next to him. Joe Thomas never uttered a word.
0: No, nope, that's actually not true. Joe Thomas was very critical and said – "and and, dude, if you Google Joe Thomas, Johnny Manziel, one of the first stories that comes up is him saying that Johnny Manziel has lost the trust of his teammates over the partying and the drinking. So that's not true.
1: Well, what I've got from him from talking to Mary Kay Cabot of The Plain Dealer is it's a sad end to the story in Cleveland for Johnny. He's a great guy that I like personally, and I believe he has a lot of talent. He's got the talent to be an NFL quarterback, but obviously it hasn't
0: worked out so far. I think what you're seeing there – sorry – is, I thought Fantone was going to talk a little longer. Um, I think what you're seeing there is a guy co- towing the company line as a guy's being ushered out of the system. So if, you, right? if, if, if I if, ask Joe Thomas today, does he maybe have something different to say? Well, but it, I
1: mean, I guess if you're going to tow the company line for that, it's like, well, then. Uh, well,
0: he's not a Colin Kaepernick guy. Like you're he, an th- NFL guy. Yeah, but that's a bit. Again, dude, he's towing the Browns line. He, he doesn't have to toe the line for every player in the league.
2: Because, you know, distractions don't really happen in, in, in Cleveland. You know why, CC? Because since Joe Thomas has been there, they've won less than five games. So you can have a monkey riding a bike and a lion juggling, and nobody's going to care because they'll still be asking you why this sorry team hasn't won any games. So it's easy for Joe Thomas to try to throw shade on Colin Kaepernick now. But when he had these guys on his roster, he never the word that's
0: just, it's just false. That's that. That's just false.
2: And
1: I, I guess like, where was Joe Thomas when it came to talking about Johnny Manziel when all this stuff was, well? Happening? like I
0: said, man, one of the first articles I'm reading is here is that he's lost the trust of his teammates. You can't say the guy didn't say anything when it's in print and he said it. So, and here's the other thing. You can't throw a wide receiver up next to a quarterback. The wide receiver isn't the face of your franchise. It's not your franchise player. The quarterback we know, the quarterback position is the single most important position in the sports world. Period. End of story. I am going to be more critical over what my quarterback does than I am over what my wide receivers do. Welcome to the grown-up world. I care more about what the CEO does than the guy who's pulling the drill press down.
1: Well, now I, yes, but Joe Thomas is the face of the Cleveland Browns as an offensive lineman. So you would like to think that it was the quarterback every time, but it's not. I mean, there are exceptions to that, and obviously the Cleveland Browns being one of them. And as far as that's th-
0: only if your team's in disarray, you can't use an outlier well, as the rule. But I mean, a lot We're of teams, an a
1: lot of teams are in disarray, looking for a quarterback right now,
0: right? I mean, a lot of teams are looking for a quarterback. You tell me where Colin Kaepernick's the right fit. I, and it, well, no, 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 no. We can't just, say, I'm, I'm not, we can't I'm not just dismiss argu- it. I'm
1: not making the argument that Colin Kaepernick's a great quarterback, dude. That's not what I'm saying okay, at all. Okay, then what are we saying? What I'm saying is that is that you. it's not just the quarterback that's the representative of your franchise. Joe Thomas is the representative of the Browns franchise.
0: Because he has to be. Well, when, uh, but anywhere Colin Kaepernick goes, he's going to have to be that. If he gets the job he would like. He wants to be a star. You think Colin Kaepernick wants to be a backup? Regardless, though. Because the story is going to be when Kaepernick gets signed is... Well, now the story will be he's not starting because of his politics.
1: Regardless regardless of all so that. So the owner's going to deal with that. Or how not, or how not good he is. It, 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 the quarterback is not your de facto face of the franchise. It's
0: not. That's dude. the goal of the NFL organization. N- not
1: always going to be the case, though. Not always going to be the
0: case. But what you should do is shoot for that.
1: And as far as this comment goes with Johnny Manziel and him losing trust amongst the teammates, he goes on to say, "He's like, but I think he's made really positive steps, and I'm happy that he's going to continue to be Again, on the team." Again, He's
0: towing the company line for a guy who was on his roster. It's you're in the you're in the you're in the trenches together. Of course, these guys are going to say very you know you know pleasantry things like that about somebody that they're still involved with. He's talking about a guy who is not going to be a starter next year. I don't think so. That's my opinion. I don't think so, and I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that teams don't want they don't, your backup should never be the story. Just like you don't want the we need to play him, we need to play him, we need to play him backup story. You don't want that to be the story, and you don't want the story to be on your quarterback that about anything that's not on the field. You don't. Look at Drew Brees. Look at Tom Brady. Where I mean, dude, what do they worry about? They worry about Sunday. They worry about Sunday, and that's why teams will put million in their hands, and because they can deliver you to the promised land. Colin Kaepernick can't do it. Well, well, I mean, then
1: you look at every other team that's made a questionable quarterback decision of like, well, I mean, is Josh
0: McCown going to be that guy? Josh McCown has made it in this league 13 years as a backup, guys. Colin Kaepernick had one breakout season. One! With Jim Harbaugh, by the way. How many
1: did Josh, Josh McCown have?
0: Again, dude, he's a backup journeyman quarterback, but he's made it. Enough offensive coordinators have seen him 13 years who won him. Guys have seen Colin Kaepernick, and they have figured him out. He can't do it. He can't do it. Josh McCown can't really do it either, but there are roster spots to fill, and he's a backup. But with Josh McCown comes nothing. Nothing. You think the reporters in New York want to talk Josh McCown? No. But everybody's going to want to talk Kaepernick. So if you're a team in this league and you got a young quarterback who you want to groom and grow, the last thing you should do is put Colin Kaepernick behind him because then that's all he's going to hear about. I, the last thing I would want is this guy. I totally understand the, like, the ideal that your backup quarterback should never be a story. Should never, dude, you should barely know the name of your backup quarterback. Now, I will say this. Colin Kaepernick, even though I don't think he can play, will be on an NFL roster next year if he wants to be. The draft still has to happen. All kind of stuff still has to happen. And teams are going to need a quarter. Peter Schrager's been pointing this out every single day. It's not that Colin Kaepernick hasn't been signed. It's that Colin Kaepernick hasn't been signed yet. There's not a market for him right now. And there will be a market for him. At some point, some team's going to take the risk on him, and I've been saying this since this whole story broke, and you guys know this is true. If the kid was a light-out player, if he was a PTP, primetime player, you'd think his politics would stop the NFL? are you kidding me? In today's society? With all this stuff he's bringing light to and honestly since he's been put in the crosshairs I will give Kaepernick this because at the start of this dude he was an ill-informed idiot and now since then he's been people have been critical of that and it seems as if he's educating himself, he's taking more action, he's doing more things on his own so I will tip my cap to him for that. Much like I get the back of Tebow as a human, I think he's a terrible football player, but as a human I kind of root for Tebow and I think Kaepernick is starting to move me in that direction as a person, but as a football player, I'm telling you right now, dude, the guy who's out there bringing awareness to all this stuff, if he was throwing 30 touchdown passes constantly and all this stuff, teams would trip over themselves for the PR love that they would get, but he can't play. So people focus on what he's doing. Again, again, this is getting a little far into this, but Jay Glazer from Fox Sports had a report months and months before the kneeling. He's lost the locker room. He's aloof. He sits by himself. He's not a team player. The players don't like him. And then all of that, people were critical of him, and then this started to happen. And people claim and make the argument that he started to do this to win over respect of some players and was willing to lose respect of some fans to try to win locker rooms over because he had lost it before because before the kneeling, he couldn't beat out Blaine Gabbert. That's got to be part of the conversation. has to be. Kaepernick will be on a roster next year. You got to calm down. You got to stop looking to call the NFL racist or call anyone you know team racist. It's not necessarily that. There might, as Peter Schrager has pointed out very well multiple times over the last two weeks, there's just not a market right now for him. It doesn't mean there won't be. I believe Kaepernick will be on a roster, and I'll say this because this has been the story all over Facebook this morning. Should the Browns consider Colin Kaepernick? I think my answer will shock you because the answer is yes, because I'm going to answer the question that was actually put out. Should they consider it? Yes. Given where our quarterback position is, it should be a part of the conversation for the Cleveland Browns organization. To answer the follow-up question, should the Browns sign Colin Kaepernick? Absolutely not, because I don't believe he can do it. Now, that's my opinion. Now, he may get signed by a team next year, find himself in the world's best situation, and play lights out, win a Super Bowl. I don't know. I suspect that will never be the case. Because, again, before the kneeling for years, the story was, and dude, that he can't make the throws. But you didn't read any of that. You didn't start paying attention to this kid at all until the kneeling. But the stories before it are, Aloof doesn't like guys in the locker room, they don't like him, and can't make the throws. If I told you all of those things without giving you a name, would you want me to sign him tomorrow? The answer every single time, 100 out of 100, would be no. And you know that to be true. Quit taking up for this like it's this big controversy, because it isn't at all. And I've been the one telling you that, from day one of this. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. Hang on. The Stansberry Show on Rock. It's gonna happen. You know, I, I know a lot of guys who uh, serve on forces and they say that... A lot of them say that's what they like about it is that there there is a little bit of a thrill that comes with. I wonder what's going to happen today. For sure,
1: there's yeah. got to be man, and I mean, when's it going to happen today? You know what what is it? When is it? And you just
0: never know. I never thought about that though. I, I bet because I, I, apparently the show's on a e and E or whatever. Yeah, and um, but you're right. A lot of it's got to be just like driving around the neighborhood.
1: Can't make a crime happen. Can't make them speed. You know what I'm saying? Can't can't do any of
0: that. See, I was hoping I was going to hear stuff like this out of Alabama, where Jesse O'Neill. Roberts, 23, was, uh, was arrested and then being booked into the county jail. And uh, he was being booked on misdemeanor charge of public intoxication. This is Alabama now. Okay. And uh, apparently uh, uh, the police had gotten reports of a prowler, which it had been a while since I had seen somebody described that way. I thought that was kind of interesting. And they show up and actually he was near his own garage, but they said he was visually impaired. They could totally tell. Okay. And then they arrested him for public intox. Now, I didn't realize that. Being in your yard? Th- yeah. That if I was like near <sighs> my garage. Now, maybe I had misread this and he was near his neighbor's garage. Maybe that, but it, but it, uh, this says his okay which well, that
1: seems weird but you're out in your yard so you're in public at that point right? i wonder
0: if there right? will be if you're a police you know what lamar sharp listens yeah, a lot a let me know do tweet at me and tell me if there would be a difference if i was in my front or backyard because I wonder if you if they're going to make the argument that front yard cars are driving by you. Backyard people are looking out their window.
1: You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if there's any... I, I, I
0: don't know. I'm just curious if there would be.
1: I, I remember we did a story once, and it was about a dude who was walking around his house naked. And the fact that he was in his house... The windows what, were open. ...is what made it different. The drapes were open. ...is that he's yeah. in his home. So he can do that. So therefore, he can do it. But when you're out in your yard, yeah, that's your property. I just don't know. Is that, consider, is that considered public? It's I mean, obviously, it's private property, but, like, you're in...
0: View of the public, so I would have to assume that that's considered. I mean, if you were in the front yard masturbating, right? You're gonna be charged for that, right? You know what I mean? So, I guess if you're gonna be charged for that publicly, then public intox, I guess that'd be any different. So, they arrest the guy, right? They okay. start booking him and they start searching him and all that, and from out of his ass dropped a 380 pistol. Jeez. So apparently, yeah, I, I guess I'm just speculating here, he sees the cops pulling up, had the pistol in his hand while being intoxicated, thought maybe the ass crack was going to be the way to oh, go there. Oh, it's not the way to go. Like, bro, yeah, like, they're going to find the 380. My guess is they run you through a metal detector when they take you into jail. You know,
1: Listen, if you want to make, you know, your I'm life... I'm proud I don't know that. If you want to make your life about, you know, uh, shoving things there, that's fine. Certainly your prerogative oh, to do so. God. But I would never, under any situation, that recommend a, that a gun be used as that instrument Never is that a good idea. I don't know. I've never taken a CCW class, but I'm going to assume that's in day
0: one. That's don't not, put this in
1: your butt. Well, like. I don't
0: think that's what they mean by concealed. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, sure that's not what, pretty sure that's not what that means. All right, guys, it turns out a bunch of us have do, are doing it. Even though we're told not to, we still continue to do it. This is the D-Pick. So if you're going to do it, you might as well do it right, and we will teach you the proper way to take a D-Pick next on The Sandsbury Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. If you're job hunting, check out Gervasi Vineyard and the Twisted Olive. They're looking for servers, bartenders, bussers, hostesses. Seasonal employment there. Gervasi right off of 55th Street in Canton going to do on-the-spot interviews tomorrow, March 30th, from 5 to 7 in the afternoon. They strongly suggest, as would I, that you fill out an online application before the on-the-spot interview. You can find those at the employment page at dravassivineyard.com. Now, the Twisted Olive also looking for help as well, and they'll hold their on-the-spot interviews Wednesday, April 5th from 1 to 4 in the afternoon, and then again Thursday, April 6th from 3 to six. And again, you can fill out an online application prior to that at jerdassi vineyard.com. Shine Down tickets still to come. They're playing the Palace Theater July 17th. Tickets go on sale Friday, but we'll do an internet presale tomorrow at wrqk.com on the stands Show page. And we'll pass out a pair of Shine Down tickets just after 8:30 this morning on the program. All right, ladies, we know D picks are just part of your inbox on your uh, on your text messages. It's just part of the, just part of what happens now in in, in the dating world is D pics Now I've heard a uh, a bunch of different takes on this. Um, I know a lot of women seem to be on the same page that unsolicited D pics are not the way to go. Well, yeah, I mean, at that point, you're getting into... Boobs uh, and, and and D's are very different that way. Well,
1: I mean, unsolicited anything at its core probably isn't the best. You know what I'm saying? Like, there should be a little bit of, yes, I want this, before you start doing something. Okay. Consent
0: consent is important. StansberryWRQK.com I don't know what well, I was talking about. You said all the boobs you want. But you are <laughs> therefore opening yourself, you're consenting to yeah. to taking nude pics. That's no, fine. Yeah, I would tell you, as a man sending things like this to women who have not told you they wanted, I think you could get yourself into a very sticky situation I, I, pretty fast. I,
1: I mean, I even I just across the board, I think, you know, when it comes to things of a sexual nature, you want to make sure that you're both on the same I page. I
0: would agree. I just think there is this is one of those moments where you may see a double standard happen. So, I read this article in Playboy. Playboy.com is where I read it, and I this I'm going to use her words here, okay? Because this was written by a woman about D-Picks cuz again, that's who should be writing an article about D-Picks is the recipient right about how you should handle it because they are the desired target. Right. And she calls herself. This is her word, not mine. I am a self described turbo slut. Okay. And she says, I find nothing shameful or demeaning about that term because All it means is that I enjoy sex. And as a human being, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And two, she's like, it's me saying it about myself, not being yelled at me from an F-150.
1: Right. And there, that is a huge difference there. That, that, that really is. I mean, you can identify yourself however you choose to. And if you, if, 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 if that's the word you want to use, more
0: power to you. More power to you. I have a friend. Her name is Kimmy. And she is like, she is very proud of her sexual exploits. And she's very open about it. And I found it to be a little off-putting when I first met her, but then the long, you know the more I got to know her, I was like, you know what? Good for you for just taking ownership of this thing about you.
1: I, 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 at the end of the day, I do think, what do I want to say? Um, there's something attractive about slutty behavior. Like, there just is. At least in my from my perspective. Um, but anybody who's too overtly sexual, whether that's male or female, if you're a dude who comes up to me and, dude, I just want to talk about all the hot chicks that I banged, I'm like, alright, dude. I don't, whatever, man. I, I, I'm, I'm not huge into that of, like...
0: Not the First couple of times we have conversations,
1: right? Right, totally get that, and even and even beyond, dude, guys who are constantly like bragging about like, oh yeah, man, put it down on this chick last night, or man, or or, or my or or my wife or my girlfriend did this, that, or the other. I'm like, dude, I don't care. I genuinely don't care.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I just. I'm not into that either. Right. You right. do you, I'll do me, right. and everybody R- will regar- be fine. Regardless what the sexual orientation or whatever is, it's like, I don't care what, what's happening in your bedroom. So from Playboy.com, the self-described turbo slut says here that rule number one of the D-Pick is for sure consent is key. She said there's nothing worse than thinking you might like a guy only for him to bomb your phone with an up-close pick of the shaft there. <sighs> and I will never understand the unsolicited D-Pick. I don't get it. Okay, I um, you know what? We'll put a pin in like my D pick history, okay. well, and I will. I'll bear all here in a little while. Okay, okay, but it's it's yeah. I got I got some things here, but she says <laughs> sorry. I got a little sidetracked there, but she says yes. Consent is key because again, they're the target, and women are I think are less visually turned on than men. They are still visually turned on, but I think it's a little bit less than men are. And you know, the Seinfeld show made the great, uh, you know, analogy. I think it was Elaine Bennis that said, you know, a woman's body is like a, you know, a work of art where a man's body is like a Jeep. It's for getting around. And, and that was, and that's very, there's some very, you know, real truth in that. So again, from playboy.com, she says rule number two about the D pick is you don't be a dick. If the chick says no, don't send it anyway, which again, if sex is the key, Or or the goal, rather, sorry. If sex is your goal... And she says, "No, I don't want the D pig You've asked like you should. She says no, and you send it anyway. I don't think a woman, most women, I'll say, I don't think most women are going to be like, "No, I don't want that," and then see a picture of it and go, "Oh, well, now, now I want to bang." You. Oh my God, Even
1: if it's huge, what a what an impressive penis you right. have! Oh, it's like mad it's like a magnet penis. Come on. Um, obviously, with both these points coming down into con- the, the the consent, they there, get funneled into the same kind of one there. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't see how you as a guy, you know, even even you're asking, hey, can I send you a picture of my penis until that bridge is crossed and like crossed organically? You shouldn't. I don't want to say want to. But like, what are you getting out of sending a picture of your penis? nothing. You're not getting like when she sends you something, it's like, okay, now I have something that I can look at, something I can masturbate to and this is all great. But what are you what are you getting from an unsolicited D-Pick? She's not going to sleep with you. She's not just going to be oh my gosh, look at that penis. I got to get
0: it. All she's going to do with the D-Pick is send it to all of her friends.
1: Now, which is inappropriate. You should not do that. If you, if a guy did that to a girl, it would be inappropriate. Therefore, dude, chicks that do that with guys penises, they shouldn't Even be doing that. Even if it that. was
0: sent to you, yeah, because it's she not... shouldn't do that. Yeah. No, I like
1: that. I I would make that rule. Now, if it was if it was an unsolicited D pick, if it's a non consensual D pick and some dude just sends it to you, I can't necessarily get mad at you. Like, why'd you do that? Well, she gets f-
0: she gets into this here. She says she, you know, working at Playboy and stuff, she gets sent a lot of this stuff. Of course. And she said I she goes, I have created a whole separate account where I've posted all the unsolicited. She goes, I would never show you pictures of somebody who I had consensual sex with. Right. I would never do that. Right. She said, but if you send me something and I don't know you or I didn't ask you, she says I, I you know, I will show my friends that. And I still don't love yeah, that. I, I don't love I, I, I wouldn't sign off on that. Okay. She says here that again with the D picks, that different rules do not apply to sluttier girls. If you happen to know the girl's a little bit more sexually you know active, doesn't mean that she's any more, you know, sexually wanting a a D pick. Again, women are just less visual.
1: And I, I think most guys are just going to make that assumption that she's a little bit sluttier of a girl. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally she wants this.
0: Well, because ultimately you're going to say that about them all because you want them to be a little bit more slutty exactly. than they are. Exactly. You're going to put that out. there. You're going to project.
1: Um, and you're going to know... If she, like, hey, if she's a little bit sluttier and and, and, and she's more promiscuous and, like, you're going to figure that out quickly and you're going to be quick, you're going to be on the fast track to Pickville. You're going to be sending pics, she's going to be sending pics, it's going to be fantastic right out of the gate, man. Turn the car on first before you put it in the gear.
0: Build, 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 right. build, 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 then get there. Right. right. So, you know, a woman who described herself as a turbo slut writing for Playboy.com is, uh, you know, teaching us the best rules for taking D-picks there. And she okay. says, now this, and I would imagine this would be important because this is seemed to be like like a newer thing that's happening Okay. where apparently guys are using props for scale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she says, I've seen a lot of remote controls, which is fine, she says, but I feel like it's a little lazy. I know you're laying in bed and the remote's right there for the TV. She's like, we both uh-huh. like TV. I get it, right? But apparently, and I never thought about doing this, and I would have never thought about doing this. She says there's, there are men out there who try to trick women with the props. They'll use like those... Smaller eight ounce soda cans, Uh. or they'll maybe use like an airline bottle of like Jack Daniels. And she says, Guys, I can obviously, I'm smart enough to be able to tell that if you zoom in on the the picture, the can's going to tell you how many ounces. She's like, We're going to, if you're going to send us this stuff, we're going to examine it. And she said, Now, the goal is to have sex with me. So if that's the goal, she goes, I'm just going to find out how big or how small your penis is anyway. So you might as well not try to trick me with the photos.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously. Obviously, and, uh, you know, there's a little bit of, well, without any prop, then it's a little bit like, oh, it's hard to tell how uh, what size it is, how big it is, and it's probably playing to your favor there, guys. So I would just say take the props out. Unless you genuinely have an impressive one, then, yeah, dude, prop it up, man. Throw,
0: throw a dollar bill next
1: to it so she can see, but.
0: Uh, uh, Did I watch the video the other night of Pornhub that made me almost vomit as the dude put a Pringles can next cheese. to it? <laughs> and then he slid it over top. Shit. I was just like. Dude, honestly, it was three days I was (laughs) depressed about that. It was three days. So, yeah, I've never used a prop for scale. I've never felt the desire to do that. Um, She goes into, you know, how like women's breast pictures are just very different than a man. And again, men are always like, yeah, show me that, show me that, show me that. Where some women, even if they're sexual, aren't necessarily going to want it.
1: Yeah. And I mean,. It's 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 an easy stereotype to make and probably a pretty safe assumption to make that most dudes are going to be okay with it, but there's going to be situations where it's like, no. Guys,
0: uh, no, here's the thing. There are guys who are much more straight-laced than people would assume.
1: Right. And I mean, at this point, I, not to like throw it at like, but I, I'm sure I can come up with a, a, a hey, stop sending me nude pics. If some chick starts sending me nude pics right now, it's going to be a huge deal for oh, me. Oh, for your girlfriend. Yeah. Right. Well, a huge oh. deal for me. Like, bitch, you need to stop doing this. And if she continues to do so, it's just as bad as an unsolicited a d
0: pick now if I were single, obviously it'd be a different story, but, story. but you know what, I do play golf with a guy not all that often, but it, but right. occasionally who you wouldn't know, but is a little bit more straight laced and like he told us this story the one time about meeting a girl, and like he like built this whole thing up, and then at the end of the story end ended up that he kissed her, and the rest of us in the group <laughs> of playing golf were like dude. Wait a minute! Did you just take twenty minutes to tell me the story about meeting this awesome, hot, beautiful woman? Romantic. Like, dude. I mean, like, but and like when we started talking to him about like sex and stuff like that, like he kind of like peeled way back. It's like, oh, okay. So you're just a little bit more reserved. Nothing wrong with it. You're just a little bit more reserved.
1: I mean, you got to think too. um, Especially people that are our age and maybe a little bit older. um, A lot of people who are coming off of a divorce aren't necessarily hip to the game when it comes to being single and like how do I sex and how do I right? No, 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 no. Completely. All, all Yep. Things, I didn't you, think about that. You, you've been sleeping with the same person for the past 17 years. Now all of a sudden you're out there, you're single, and it's like, dude, what do I do here? And all of a sudden, dude just starts sending you D pics off of Tinder. It's like, all right, that's a bit much for me. You know, I maybe I need to 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 be in the shallow end for a little so while. So the
0: turbo slut at Playboy.com, again, that's her term, not mine. Her term, not mine. Talks about how if you're going to take a D-Pick and send it, that the angle totally matters. And I would have never thought about this. But she says the penis, just like the vagina, not all that great on its own. No. It's not like this great visual thing on its own. So give her a little landscape. Give her a little, well, you probably don't have a six-pack. Maybe a little, little flexed arm there. A little chest hair. A little, like, something like that. She says you need a little bit more. And I would agree. Like, the vagina isn't, like, the most beautiful thing on its own. What it's attached to is great, and that's just like the best. Area. This
1: this is definitely a, a place where women have a, an advantage when it comes to sexting and, and the like. Is that there's so many hot pictures a chick can take. So many. There's like three that a dude can take. And if you don't have a six pack and you don't have biceps to flex, you're kind of down to one at that point. And it's like, oh man, what am I supposed to send her? Like somebody else's I mean, penis. I mean, <laughs> there's there's shirt off. <laughs> sure. There's you can see it through like my boxers. And then there's my penis. And then that's what other sex am I supposed to give you? You want me Taking like ass pics, you know what I mean? You don't want to
0: see that. Let me see here. Okay, you know what? This is uh going back to the angle. She said the angle matters to this point. She's like, Don't show me your taint, <laughs> 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 do not show the taint. Do not, sorry, unless it's been bleached. She says, Just like straight pics of uh, you know, some other stuff, this is not what I signed up for. It's an easy angle. She says, Just put your phone down. Lift your penis up, click, boom, done. Put my phone. She obviously doesn't mean like down. She means pointed down with the camera, like down towards the center of my lap. Pull my penis up towards my. Well, I don't want to say face because we're never getting there. But like trying to
1: get to the belly button. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be an accomplishment itself, right there. We'd have
0: to pull it all the (laughs) way there, but to, to, to the belly button and to snap the photo, right? Like, um, that's what she means. I, I
1: think that's what she's saying. And really what I'll say about all that is, is, you know, yes, all penises at the end of the day kind of look the same, but like, dude, take a couple different angles. See which one looks the best. See which one you're like, all right, I feel good about that one. Make sure it's a good penis day too. Everyone's got good ones and bad ones. If you feel like you're having a good penis day. Hold on.
0: No, because I want to be, I want to find out if, I, if, if, if if my insecurities are just mine. Okay. What's a bad penis day? Walk me through that. Well, I mean, I would, my version may be
1: different. I would say it's an average penis day where you don't feel like, you know, some days you can, you can just feel the difference. You're like, oh my God. Okay. So
0: that's not just a me thing. There no. are days where I feel like my yeah. penis is smaller and or now, bigger. I
1: don't know if at the end of the day, is it any bigger? No. Yes, it's probably dude. just how you, What's the matter? it's just how you feel about yourself. But if you're feeling confident, you feel like you're having a good D-Day, dude, snap a hundred pictures, get it in there, dude. Take different <laughs> angles. Get Different lighting shots on it, and then in the future, you've got all these quality D picks that you already have in your gallery. Dude, I got to you, you got me all pumped up for <laughs> T picks.
0: I'm going down to Joe Albert <laughs> Studios today. <laughs> Alright, I got shinedown tickets. You want 'em. Uh shinedown for D-Pix. No, just no, I'm totally.
2: No. God, dude, no.
0: Imagine, dude, d for for Shinedown tickets. How great that would D-Pix be. d for
1: for Shinedown tickets, coming up next. How
0: mad do you think the Palace Theater is? So
1: mad, dude. So mad. <laughs> Not as mad as Joe Albert, though.
0: <laughs> shinedown tickets up for grabs next. Hang on
4: Show on Canton's Rock Station. Rock 1069.
0: Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. On Rock 106.9. We're on live for you, We have Shinedown tickets for you. We'll pass those out here in just a few minutes. Also, tomorrow at WRQK.com in the Sandsbury Show section will be an internet pre-sale for Shinedown as those tickets go on sale Friday morning. But we'll do them a day early at WRQK.com in the Sandsbury Show section. If you're suffering through some credit issues, but yet still need a new car, Wake Em Auto can get you financed. I was what I like to call credit-challenged. I started my shopping online at their website, Wacom.com, saw there 400 used cars for me to choose from. So I kind of got it narrowed down at Wacom.com and was like, you know what? I think this is what I'm looking for. So I went up to the Wakeham Auto Mile on West Huskin Lincoln Way, talked to uh, Karen from the uh, Ford store up there at Wacom, and she found me a 2013 Honda Accord, It was exactly what I was looking for so they're going to be able to find you the car you want within your price range and get you financed at Wacom Auto. And again, Wacom Auto Mile, West Tuscan Lincoln Way, or online at Wacom.com, and you'll end up doing what I did, which was saving the Wacom Way. Check them out online, Wacom.com, and check through 400 used cars, Wacom.com. All right, we do have those Shine Down tickets. We'll pass those out here shortly. Can't wait to do that. People are pretty excited about that show, you as you should be. It's going to be a huge night. Can't <laughs> wait for that one. Um, I do want to talk to you about this, Fantone. Um Vice in uh, news and anonymous news. I, I know I rallied against anonymous and that whole thing, but like vice and anonymous news are, are, are more and more places where I'm going. Um, I find myself reading their sites a lot more and more.
1: Vice is a uh, certainly a quality site. I feel like it covers things from a lot of different angles. That so. HBO show is so good too. Yeah, I'll, I'll hats off to Vice. I like that way. Yeah,
0: hats they're up. they're they're in depth, and I feel like they cover things that um you know other outlets don't. Sure, and I like Vice the TV show a lot because they take. Months and months and months to film that stuff, research it, edit it right, get it turned out, and give you factual stuff. Versus, let's just rush this to TV today.
1: Now, uh, you know, not that they always get it right. Yeah, there, there's there's a there's a balancing act like with that, like anything else, where sometimes you know you can put so much effort and so much research into something where it's like, well, dude, by the time it comes out, I don't even care about this anymore. But if, you don't want you know you got to pick broad subjects. Right. That point. The worst, the worst, the worst Agreed. thing in the world is when people just go with facts they don't know and put it out there as like, hey, this is, this is true, and come to find out a day later, no, it's not.
0: So a story Vice did a few years ago, they actually did a documentary on this, is starting to resurface again because it's starting to get more and more popular, okay. and it's starting to find its way into other places, where before it was just Colombia that was dealing with this. But Vice did a documentary called The World's Scariest Drug, okay? Now, in Colombia, it's referred to as Devil's Breath. Okay. Okay. Sounds scary. But apparently, the real name is scopolamine. And I hope I'm right about that. I'm guessing there, scopolamine. And it's known to turn the user of devil's breath or victim, depending on how you want to look at it, into a docile zombie ready to do exactly what the perpetrator wants them to do. So, Vice wanted to learn more about this. So Ryan Duffy, who's a staff member there, flew down to South America, and he was interviewing people who had seen this drug take hold in the area and some who have fallen victim to it. One drug dealer from Bogota claims that the frightening part about devil's breath, scopolamine, is that the drug simple method of applying it, administrating it. It can be colorless, odorless, and it can be po- like pounded into like dust and blown in the face of the victims. Okay. So you can't smell it. Doesn't necessarily uh, it doesn't necessarily have a color. They says, it, but the drug can be blown in the faces of its victims, and it takes effect of you like instantaneously.
1: So it's as you breathe it in. That's where <sighs> welcome to the drug. Right. Okay.
0: It's an inhalant. There. L- okay. okay. <clears throat> They say scopolamine has a remarkable ability, this is terrifying, to wipe a victim of your memory so that the next day, after you've taken this or it's been given to you without your knowledge, you will have no recollection, Phantone, of what transpired while being under the influence of the devil's breath. Apparently, stories in Colombia have people being raped, having their bank accounts emptied, or even willingly given up an organ and they don't remember. Now, I'm not looking for a silver lining, but not remembering a rape that you went through, probably the best case scenario there. But the scariest right. thing here is that this drug can be given to you odorless, can be colorless. And they say here, it can be blown in the face. My best guess is could probably be mixed into a drink pretty easily. I don't know. You're getting into water soluble there at that point. I'm not a scientist. I don't know, but I would definitely be worried about that. But how terrifying is it that somebody could give you a drug, not know you're taking it, and now all of a sudden they say they say this can get as scary as you give up free will. Like you don't know. Like, do people were offering up organs, agreeing to it, and then waking up the next day had no idea what happened?
1: I mean, obviously, I, I feel like. I have no, you know, perspective on this drug because I haven't seen it work. I, I, I'd like to see like somebody under the effects of this, of like, well, are you? Is it like Flocka in the sense of like it's the zombie drug where you're, you're 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 acting, you know, crazy, or is it you know you're just susceptible to to suggestion? Or like, I'd like to see somebody on this. I'd like to see like what is this?
0: Last year, Colombian police reported that 1,200 cases of people being victimized by criminals using the Devil's Breath. Scopolamine and other so-called zombie drugs. The victims range from high-profile politicians to U.S. embassy employees to average Colombians. Of course, you would imagine, yeah, Colombia do the—they're big into the drug thing, you know, with the cocaine and all that. Obviously, they probably want to give it to politicians and you know, and not make them remember stuff and you know, other p- people to get away with what they're trying to do. And apparently, this stuff, scopolamine, the devil's breath, there works by blocking a neurotransmitter. Resulting in uh, in depression of the central nervous system. The few medical uses it does have is they use it apparently to treat motion sickness, and occasionally symptoms of Parkinson's disease can it can be used for that as well.
1: Yeah, that's what I was reading right now. Actually, was um they'll they'll put this in like those patches, and it's one ingredient out of many that you put on those patches when you go out on a boat and you get uh, you start puking or whatever. Uh, um,
0: uh, I've never been seasick. Or anything.
1: Now, now it's not. Every you know seasick patch, sure, yeah. but but there are, medical, yeah, there are medical uses. It can be in that.
0: Apparently, the CIA has been called out for using scopolamine in behavioral engineering programs from the 1960s, according to John D. Mark's book, The Search for the Manchurian Candidate. The Vice documentary uh, is a fascinating watch. I watched some of this online yesterday, and it's pretty interesting. But it's also terrifying. As much as I rally against like the dangers that loom out there via digital like there was a story again earlier that, uh you know today that came out that said you know companies are now going to take your online browser history and hold you hostage with it and sell it to other companies and to basically extort you with it.
1: Yeah, changes in the FCC have definitely uh, allowed for some of that
0: to to develop. That's so going be- to be a very very scary time um, for a lot of people. Most of my most embarrassing things are already out there, but right. for most people it would be very very terrifying right. and uh, and that's going to be a you know a huge issue for a lot of. It's kind of a upside of this job, dude. We embarrass ourselves.
1: on such- to a regular basis like what are you gonna do look at
0: look at my porn of history oh practice. bro i yeah, mean dude my do my pride's been sure. i do i sold my pride for five dollars to iheart 15 years ago but it's terrifying to think about somebody being able to give you a drug you lose free will and memory and right uh, i mean essentially they can do anything they want to you and that is terrifying we have shine down tickets you'll get them next on the Sansbury show six nine show on rock 1069 online for you wrqk.com you're going to need that website tomorrow as we will do an internet pre-sale for shinedown at the canton palace theater that show is happening july 17th tickets go on sale friday morning but an internet pre-sale tomorrow morning wrqk.com at the sands Show page we also have a pair of shinedown tickets we'll give you those here just a few minutes 1-800-243-7625 the number you will need when we tell you Parents, I have good news. I can help save you some money on feeding your kids. Wendy's, every day after 4, is doing $1.99 kids' meals. Everything your kid wants for just $1.99 after 4 p.m. at Wendy's. Has everything they're looking for. So if you've worked overtime, don't cut corners to feed your kids. Just stop by Wendy's, grab a kids' meal for just $1.99. Multiple kids' meals to choose from. Let's see which one I would Oh, the chicken grill breast. Uh, uh, the grilled chicken wrap there Let's be honest I would go with the I, I'd go with the cheese I don't know why you're trying to sound healthy Let's be honest I'd go <laughs> with the four piece go. chicken nugget And the kids hamburger I, I you No know, th- 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 For four bucks I'm getting two there kids meals Every day after four Participating Wendy's ninety nine kids meals That's a pretty good deal
1: It's a good deal dude And like, uh, like you always say You got a little left over Maybe get your spicy chicken sandwich how, you? Good, how good are those from Wendy's? Pretty damn good
0: I have good news for Maslin.
1: Awesome. Yep. Tigertown needs do. some good news.
0: Maslin City Firefighters are going to see a 2% raise uh, starting August 7th. Apparently, they had uh, agreed to some new conditions, to a new contract. Congratulations. The new pact approved by a 24-3 to vote of Firefighters Monday night. Uh, and it ends like approximately, they say, an 18-month negotiation process. Jeez. Like, we just went through a negotiation process with our contracts and stuff. Dude, imagine if that took 18 months to do and imagine if we had like
1: serious jobs where people's lives were on the line instead of just you know what we do dude if you don't think
0: i save lives oh okay you're absolutely right (laughs) i don't do that now i always feel weird talking about this kind of stuff but the current starting salary for a city firefighter slash paramedic is about forty-seven thousand six hundred per year okay now to me and I don't want anybody to feel like I'm knocking your pay. That's what makes this weird for me to say. I feel like that's a little low for a firefighter. For sure it is, dude. Right? For sure. Like, I feel like
1: that's a little low. Yeah, those guys deserve to be paid more money. Dude, and you're not even making $50,000. Like I said, you are putting your life on the line. I mean, you are it's keeping the, the city safe.
0: Also, you could throw a stone to the fire department from my back door, so I want those dudes sticking up on their side, because I am. The city had already agreed... This is Maslon, not Canton, but the city had already agreed to the March 20 effect uh, finders report, which essentially they say finalizes a three-year contract between the city and Maslon firefighters. They say that the contract should be signed by mid-April, adding that the bulk of firefighters are satisfied with their agreement and understood the city's financial struggles during the negotiations. Their spokesperson, the firefighters, said, we didn't shoot for the moon. Everything turned out pretty uh, reasonable between both parties there. It's about a 2% pay increase starting August 7th for Massillon Firefighters. Well, and I'm not going to try to sound like,
1: eh, take what you can get and be happy with it. But, you know, it was not that long ago. It was within the realm of this show. um, Canton had to shut down a bunch of fire stations. Luckily, earlier this month, they were able to reopen three of them. Um, But, dude, if we're we're giving them a little bump in pay and we're making sure that they're going to be around for the next couple of years, that's good stuff
0: right there. I have an idea for this. Okay. And I... Again, I, I want to make this abundantly clear that I don't know everything that a typical firefighter does every single day. Of course okay? Alright. So I don't know the ins and outs of that job. But I believe that there are certain jobs, and I would put firefighters and definitely cops into this group, and there are others too, but for the sake of this conversation, let's just keep it, you know, centralized around those two. First response. But my my suggestion would be this: find the money. And I know that's like, well, ideally, yeah. But find the money to raise the starting salary for these positions. And I believe, much like I do about teachers, that if you raise the starting salary for this, you get better applicants. Okay? Not that I'm sure all our firefighters are great. But I think it would help increase qualified applicants. And then when we're talking about these jobs that we know we need, cops and firefighters and this kind of stuff, how is it not just part of the plan? That not every year, okay? But let's say you know when you go in, you sign up, you'd be a firefighter. And again, you got to remember, I have now raised the starting wage. That in the contract you sign with the city, it is in stone. Every three years, you get a 5% raise. How is that not, for certain jobs, how is that not the system to keep qualified people on? I I think because
1: uh, number one, you're putting a lot of. I don't want to say entitlements on people, but like if you start making guarantees like that and you're not able to deliver on that, I mean that's going to be a huge problem. You know what I'm saying? With it with a city that's already dealing with a budget that you know is well under where it should be. I mean, yeah, it'd be great. It'd be awesome if we could pay teachers and doctors and everybody, you know, and everybody the money that they deserve. But where's that money coming from, dude? I mean, it'd be great, but I don't know where it's where that money is. I, I mean, you increase in taxes because I mean, that's well, what you're gonna have to do. I mean, there's, there's not enough citizens in the county right now. No, there's not. There's not enough citizens in the county to pay for the goddamn roads. So if we're gonna start just throwing around money at, at more people, you're gonna have to raise taxes.
0: Yeah, but if you let them die in fires, you have got less citizens then, right? I know you're not making the argument of paying firefighters less. I know that's not what you're doing.
1: But I'm just saying, I mean, that money's got to come from somewhere, just like every other dollar that we talk about. And I don't know where
0: it's coming from. Taxes, you and me. Of course. And I guess what I would want is a hard line look into what we're spending that we don't need. And let's refocus that money on what we do. Now, everybody thinks that they have that answer. Every politician, every guy in a bar, every person, everybody thinks, well, oh, so if you just cut this and then paid cops this or paid firefighters this, and I get that, right? And so I'm probably being a little guilty of that right now. But it seems to me like there are jobs that you know that no matter what happens to the world, you will need. All right. No matter what happens to the world digitally, fires are going to start. We're going to need qualified men and women to put them out. And so I think that sometimes you can't afford not to do things. And I would file paying firefighters and police more money as something we can't afford not to do. Can't afford it. I know most people think I'm nuts. Same
1: same arguments to be made about education, about health care, about all these different things that we're like, yeah, you know what?
0: That is a good idea. That is a good plan. But dollars, dollars will what makes now, it happen. Where this is really a, a true argument, too, and this is going way out to the, the side of this realm, though, is food. Like, people always say, you know, well, I want better food. Well, OK, but then eggs are going to be $25. But you don't want $25 eggs. You want $1.99 eggs. Well, then. We're going to do mean things to chickens to get as many eggs as humanly possible. That's just the way that goes. I, you know, this—that is, that is true. We want nicer things, but yeah. we won't do the thing that we for need it. for it is pay for it. Pay for this it. is why schools are a mess, because people who don't have kids or who aren't currently sending kids to that school will vote down school. You know uh, things because they're like, well, my no. kid's not going there. What do I care?
1: Now, now, I guess the flip side of that Levy, is is whether you do or do not have a child. If you feel like your school district or you feel like your you know you're, community benefits, you well, whether you have kids or not. Uh, but if you feel like they've been ineffective with those dollars, why would I continue to give you more? You've been, de- I've been getting taxed for this past, you know, for as long as I've been a taxpaying adult. All right,
0: that you do have to look at who's in charge
1: of what, right. wh- what's going and on, and there. the efficiency right. thereof. I'm not just going to keep throwing money at something just because it feels like that's the solution to the problem if it's not being. Used correctly, then why would I throw more money?
0: No, you, know, you at gotta it? have qualified people. And again, I think raising the starting wage for that helps do that because again, now you get qualified applicants, and then you get guys or women working through the ranks through years, qualified, and then get more on the job experience. Now all of a sudden, you're qualified to run departments in the thing. But. Overall, I didn't mean to like jump up and down on anybody else. I ah. thought that was good news for masculine firefighters out news. there. I mean, obviously, that's one of those jobs where, uh, you know, no matter what they pay you, it's probably not enough. Yeah, it's great news. It yes. I mean, sooner or later, you could pay me a dollar amount that's like, well, okay, dude, that's getting crazy for what it is you do, right? That could totally happen with this kind of job. But for that kind of job, I don't know if there's a dollar amount where I'd be like, that's absurd. It's just bravery on another level. If there's,
1: um, there's that commercial that keeps playing right now. I think it's for, like, wall hair trimmers, beard trimmers, or whatever. And they talk about how firefighters aren't allowed to have beards. Oh,
0: and I heard that the other day in the car.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah, it just—it was one of those things. I'm like, well, I guess it makes sense, but I never put that two and two together. And you think about how many, like, badass firefighters there are, how many, like, men's men firefighters there are, and none of them have facial hair. Suck on that, hipsters, with your stupid
0: beard. While talking about hot men and beards and no Bits. facial hairs, don't tell dudes to suck A on it. Firefighters, take your shirt off. If you I, if you say the word hose, I'm <laughs> telling you right now, dude, you're not allowed to come to work tomorrow. We have Shine Down tickets or playing. Hoes, 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 hoes. <laughs> Dude, I hope a carload of hoes just show up. Shinedown playing Canton Palace Theater, July 17th. Internet presale starts tomorrow morning at WRQK.com in the Stansbury Show section. However, the tickets start now as we're going to pass out a pair to callers. 17 one 243 We'll give you some Shinedown tickets. And Fantone, it has happened. The human race has now officially ruined everything Everything we have destroyed now, sex dolls. I'll tell you how the uh, human race has ruined sex dolls next on the Sansbury Show. If somebody's gonna screw it up, okay, and this has been screwed up, and I'm now again gonna point you to wrqk.com and the Sansbury Show section where there is a video that goes along with what we're talking about, and that is somebody, a company in Spain, has created a high-maintenance sextile. Now, I don't know what you would want that for, but apparently it has a couple of different settings. Family mode, weird, right? Weird. Here's my sex style in family mode, weird. Romantic mode, and then sexual. And apparently she speaks to you. And if you hold her hand, she enters romantic mode. I don't know how you get it into family mode. I don't know if it's like, hey, we're going to go to Sears and take the family photo. I don't know if that's what happens or or what goes on there. But essentially, you have to seduce this sex doll before she'll consent to having sex with you. Now, obviously, it's a doll. Do what you want. But right. at the end of the day, like, she now requires compliments and handholding and the kissing of the neck and all this stuff before you're allowed to rail it. And I don't quite understand that i think people are missing the point of the sex doll um, or am i missing the point of sex dolls? i
1: think you're looking at it from what you would want out of a sex doll i think you're looking at it from the perspective of like dude yeah it's a pocket vagina and yeah, you know, i'll have sex with it once because like whatever it's fun but you're not looking at it as a partner where people who are are into this type of things often do go down that route of like hey you know this is essentially my girlfriend my wife my, my 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 partner in life here is this sex doll and if that's the road you're going down if that's what you're using it for is for that companionship i mean what was the name of that movie uh, lars in the real Girl. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. i mean if you're that guy and listen i i'm not making a case for or against falling in love with a sex doll but if you're that person who's going to do something like that i totally see why this would be better than just a piece of plastic i totally see that it makes all the sense in the world
0: yeah, there are definitely men who want sex, but also miss intimacy.
1: Uh, what, do they, what do hookers always say? What do hookers always say?
0: That honestly, a lot of times guys end up not having sex with them, and they just end up telling them their problems. Just talking to just them. Just hold me Just and,
1: talking to them. Just because it, you feel like you're alone, you feel like you got nothing else, and, 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 and you just want a hooker to hold you and tell you everything's
0: going to be okay. Okay, I just don't think enough of people, apparently. Because I'll be honest, when I when I read this, and again, this is another thing I got from Playboy.com here. And when I read about this, it seems to me like what is going to end up happening and again i just i I guess I just don't give people enough credit, right but it seems to me like, okay, so you have to like seduce her into it mm-hmm. I feel like what you're gonna have, and there's no way to avoid this. Is aren't we going to have guys working out their ra- and I guess I mean does it does not matter if it's not a human being but work out rape fantasy? Oh yeah, I mean I and think, like but I think that's already happening. You know, yeah, what like I, I mean? said, I mean I'm not sure it's a problem if it's not a human being. You know, I, I, other than the fact that if it's like a trial run, that's a little terrifying. But again, you're not gonna you're never gonna get rid of that with sex dolls anyway.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know I I I think this is obviously the concept of. Robot sex is going to become more and more commonplace. We're going to have more and more of that. And isn't that essentially the best case scenario is that if you do have these thoughts, if you do have something that you feel like you're, you're compelled to act on, that you're able to do it with something that's inanimate, something that 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 has no consent, that has no you know, feelings or emotions that you're able to do that. I feel like that's a kind of a benefit of it is that if, if if guys do feel that if they do feel you know and I don't know if 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 raping a sex robot is going to necessarily scratch that itch if if you're that kind of person could heighten it maybe uh, well or, or, you know or it could be the release for it so I yeah it could be either one depending I mean, on I mean, you the perpetrator right and I mean like well I mean we can make the same exact argument about pornography of like well if I'm watching if I'm watching you know this chick get gang banged brutally does that does that turn it on for me or does that release it for me and I guess it just depends on who you are and who you, you know, and what you kind of want out of this, because, I mean, I think there's guys or people who have bad desires and don't want to act on them. They see the flaw in it, but they don't necessarily want to act on them. What was that show on on HBO? And it's all about robots. Real sex? No, it's all about robots in the wild west. West Westworld, Westworld. That's what it is. With Bruno Gunn, Canton's favorite son right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think what you're getting into is like, well. You can go and divulge into all these fantasies. You can go take all that you know, that rage or whatever it is, and not necessarily have to have to you know suppress it anymore. But you don't have to
0: make somebody a victim of it. Okay, what if it? What if we change it? And this is and and I've heard rumors about this, but I don't think these are actually real. I think these were fake internet articles. But what if we made them ten-year-old boy girl dolls? And guess, so you could work out pedophilia now, urges. Uh, well,
1: I guess let's be real. There's already ten-year-old boy, girl dolls. There's already like you know uh, toys of children out there, and it wouldn't take that much to make life less- size. Oh yeah. What about my buddy? You know what I'm saying? My buddy and kid's sister running around with those two little things. Those were little size kids, man, life size kids. Think about all like in okay. little girls' bedrooms. There's that little princess Sophia or whatever, or the chick from Mona or whatever the hell that movie is, and 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 they've got a little life size whatever. It's not too much to 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 make an assumption that somebody's going to buy a my size Barbie and use it as a sex doll. It's i I'd say that ship has already sailed.
0: All right. Yeah. I mean, I guess that probably is going on. I, um, I will admit that if I was going to go sextile and I'm not sure I could. But if I was gonna go sex doll, I wouldn't want it to be all high maintenance like that. Just like take it, because, because
1: well, you just be plastic and you just do your job. You're looking at it from a sex aspect. You're not looking at it from the partnership aspect. And I know that's an even that's an even harder bridge for you to cross. If for sure, it if is. you're challenging, oh my god, I don't know if I could bang it. I, I can't even assume well, that then you're I could never be in love with it. Right? How are you gonna How are you going to take that? But like I said, there's plenty of people out there, lonely dudes in particular, who are just looking for a release of feeling and
0: I, I gotta be honest this be with it. you. I do wish that the double standard on the sex toy man-women yeah. thing yeah. wasn't yeah. as bad, right? Like, I wish it wasn't perceived... As like because women buy like dildos, and no, it's like deal. oh it 's hot and it's sexy and i 'm going to use this so you 're an incompetent lover, so that 's why I have this, and it 's like this benefit that you have where if a man has a sex toy it 's now like you 're pathetic and you live in your mother 's basement, you know what i mean like that's that 's the stereotype but because i got to tell you as a, as a guy who rallies against technology a lot, it has made the sex toy industry interesting like all right, I gotta be careful here. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's <laughs> nine thirteen in the morning. Yeah, you do. I gotta be a little careful. Okay. okay, but like a couple of months ago, I was perusing a little online pornography. Pornhub, I believe, is the name of the website. I don't know all the names. It's all I don't names. know all the names. I think it was Pornhub, right? And so I was watching it, and there's a uh, there's there's a a lovely young lady who's uh, who performs in pornography movies. And I don't know her name. It's not important I know her name. And they had her do a challenge, an oral sex challenge, where she had to bring a man to Climax before the product known the world round as the (sighs)
1: autoblow. Okay. 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 All right. Jesus, dude. Flirting with the line right there. Okay.
0: Just saw my entire career flash (laughs) before my eyes. Right? And so there you are watching it. And obviously this is like basically an infomercial with porn in it for this product. So it obviously, it bests her by like four minutes. Sure. Okay. Which is, I think, I don't, man, I got a lot of memory about it. I don't know
1: exactly. But
0: ever since seeing that, I have been intrigued by that. I know Fleshlight's another one of these that are supposed to be amazing, but there, I, in. Let's be honest, Masturbation's part of life. Yeah. So why do I feel like it's okay for me to open my laptop and do this as long as I'm only using what I came equipped out of the womb with? Why is it that if I use something else, now all of a sudden I feel inadequate on some level or less than?
1: It is a double standard, no question about it. Um, I guess. Are you
0: interested to try those things? I mean, it's just. Have gu- you tried those things? It's just going
1: to be a bridge that you're going to have to decide to cross. He didn't like, answer. Uh, no, I have not. I actually, <laughs> I actually, I mean, you know, obviously, I've used sex toys before, but sure. I've never used like a pocket vagina or anything like that. So, I, um, I dude, it's just going to be a bridge that you, you have to cross yourself, and 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 much like, what do I want to say here? Much like masturbating about you know anything that you feel like is new and novel, there's going to be a little bit of dirtiness to it there's going to be a little bit of like oh my gosh i can't believe i'm doing that and that's probably part of the turn on right there dude <sighs> go buy one you got nothing else going on this afternoon oh wait get dinner with your mom sorry about
0: that. <laughs> hey mom i picked wait. up a flashlight on the way to the brow derby wait wait for
1: her to go back to vegas and then go buy one dude
0: i can't do it Here's the thing, like I could definitely, I'll say this, and, and I am not a person who ultimately really cares what people think, right? I'm a weirdo, I'm into weird things, I smell my own dental flaws, I got, you know what I mean? Like, I'm out there.
1: Right. Under under the under the, the, the security of this room. You know what I'm saying? When you're Stansberry on the radio, you don't give a damn. Yeah, of for some reason, don't. I
0: don't tell my friends things because I think they don't know.
1: Right, because they don't <laughs> listen. I mean, like, but, but w- everyone cares. Everyone does.
0: Yeah, on some level, you do. Uh, you're a human being. And it's just the way it is. But right. ultimately, I really don't. I, I probably care less what people think than some other people is probably mm. the best way to say it, right? But yet, I will admit... That the idea of going into like a sex toy place right. and buying that for myself, I don't honestly like. I think I'd have to pep talk it in the parking lot. Like, bro, you can do it, man. Yes. Suck it up. You're gonna be fine. You got this. Go team. Your dude, your penis is gonna love you. Like, I dude, I'd have to like, I'd have to like, Newt rock me at it
1: <laughs> in the parking lot. Online ordering. Um, you can always hide behind the, oh, hey, I'm going to a bachelor party. <laughs> it's going to be so funny. Yeah, but they to, know that's oh, a lie. They know it's a
0: lie for that, sure. Dude, the, I'm going to a bachelor <laughs> party. Here's why I need the flashlight is the same. Oh, I didn't know I was going to be ID'd for alcohol. I left it at home. Just
1: asking for a friend. I'm just asking for a friend. It's not about me.
0: All right, okay, here's uh, what I'm going to tell uh, you, guys, before we uh, before we get off this. I can't go into the store and do it. But if something should be sent to the radio station. Dude, do not, and I mean do
1: not, start accepting sex toys from listeners, dude. That is going to end up bad.
0: Bad. I thought that was only drugs. I didn't know there was other things on that list. Here's the thing. You wouldn't, hold on, because Fantone won't eat listener food. No, I will like not. If, if listeners send food to the radio station, you will not do that. Yeah, I will okay? not. Okay? Had, he's had a bad experience in years past, and so I totally get it. Okay, I would like to not eat listener food, but I'm so fat and hungry all the time. I probably will do it. But you mean to tell me that if you got something sent and it was still sealed, you wouldn't use that? If somebody sent you Um, a sealed flashlight.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, if you're sending it from like fleshlight.com and it's a sealed box and it's a sealed this, that and the other. But dude, if you start soliciting sex toys on the air, you're going to end up with a used pocket pee and it's going to be awful. It is. Some guy's just going to bring it up here and drop it off. Linda at the front desk. Linda's going to be like, Stansbury, I don't even know what this flashlight
0: is. 7755 <laughs> Freedom <laughs> Avenue Northwest. That's where you said it. we have Seether tickets as they will be at the House of Blues. We'll pass those out next on Rock 106. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. When you're way into the Seether Show, that's July 19th. House of Blues. We'll pass those out here shortly. 1-800-243-7625. The number you need on that. Again, if you want Shine Down tickets tomorrow morning, wrqk.com in the Sandsbury Show section, the internet presale starts. They don't officially go on sale until Friday morning. And Kirsty Carell out of Dover won herself a pair of Shinedown tickets earlier this morning, and she was ecstatic about it.
1: She was like starting to cry in her head. A little emotional over Down there. Emotional over Dizzle. Dear
0: God, that story that was a good one. Uh, Columbus police Wait. have now dispatched the homicide section as police say they found two human legs Ugh. in the trash at a waste collection facility Ugh. in Ohio's capital being Columbus. So obviously, homicide cops are going to come out and take a look at it. They were called to uh, the business on the city south side Tuesday afternoon. Officers responded to the scene, confirmed that the discovery involved human remains. They found legs, in essentially like the city dump. There, that's um, <clears throat> well, a little terrifying.
1: Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I think. Tough for a sanitation worker. Some guy's just out there trying to get a decent job, doing you know, trying trying to pay for the house, trying to pay for his kids to go to college, trying to pay for mom to die in a peaceful place, and he's just, you know, doing his job, driving the bulldozer or whatever, and all of a sudden you see human legs sticking out of a garbage bag. Terrifying. Dude, absolutely awful, dude. Terrifying this, I mean, and not to say like Just trying to do your eight and go right, home. Right. But like this guy <laughs> yeah. this guy isn't a cop, he's not a first responder, he's not somebody who's accustomed to seeing all. that on a regular basis. And there's
0: Although just, Just two human legs sticking out. I bet if you work that job long enough, trash man, trash guy, I bet you see all kind of stuff. Oh
1: yeah, yes, completely. And I'm sure this is not the first uh, human body found in a in a a dumpster or in a uh, in a dump. But I I uh, I wonder how many on an average trash you know in an average trash dump.
0: There's got to be a body at least in every one of them, right?
1: Right, minimum.
0: I'd put a body every quarter in it. Really? I mean, a lot of people get
1: murdered, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? A lot of people get murdered. I just feel like, to me, that's a dumb way to get rid of Whole a body.
0: body? Maybe not. But pieces and parts okay. and stuff like that? All yeah. Right. I mean, I think there's probably a human remaining. Enough odds and ends in there to make up a Frankenstein there. Jeez, jeez, jeez. Lee tweets in and says, "Dude, I'm digging the journey, stone and love. It's finally nice to hear some Jesus. stuff outside of the norm." Yeah, uh, yes. we have made some musical changes here at Rock 106.9, and so far, I will say, mostly for the better. It sounds honestly. I, I will say this: I listened to this radio station for two hours straight yesterday in the afternoon, um, while doing some running around, doing some kind of stuff uh, that kind of stuff, and. Honestly, I couldn't get over how good we sounded. I was like, man, dude, Rock 106.9 just sounds good right now. It just sounds good, which is awesome. I'm very uh, I'm very thrilled about that. I don't think either one of us know why or how
1: or what happened here, but let's just you know, not look a gift horse in the mouth and nope. take it for what it is. I will
0: not take five minutes right now to tell you how I told this place for three straight years no. what to do musically and was called an idiot, and now magically it's happening. I won't take a few minutes and tell you how that happened. But what I will take a few minutes to do is to defend my partner in crime, Matthew Fantone. Okay. We've taken a piece of hate mail. Nice.
1: I'm waiting for that one.
0: And this is all about something that you said yesterday, and I don't even know if you will remember saying it because it was a very innocuous statement. And I'm going to set this up by telling you that we need, and I notice how I said we, this country needs toughening up. You need toughening up. Sometimes... You're just being an effing sissy, and this time you're being a sissy. So a guy sent a piece of email. I am assuming this is a man. I could be way wrong. Here. Okay. Nope. Sorry. His name's Bob. There you go. Sent an email to my boss, which is totally bounds. You can go to WRQK.com and send it. It's like the feedback button or whatever, and it goes to my boss, right? So if you want to bitch about the show or you want to say, hey, man, I love the show what? or music or whatever, that's where you can do it, and I'm fine with it. Of course. It's a, your opinion matters. Of course. All right? And so, like, then we will make changes occasionally on some things that when we hear great pieces of feedback, right? But apparently yesterday we were discussing, I think, methamphetamine. Okay. And Fantone had said, th- this is, I'll just read you what the guy says. It says, message. I didn't like the comment on the Sandsbury show today about the sleazy bikers making drugs in the basement. We do a lot for people. Oh. We were talking about heroin, and we were okay. talking about
1: fentanyl, carfentanil. That's right. Yeah, 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 now yeah, yeah. I okay. remember. Okay.
0: Okay? Okay. Now I'm going to get Phantones back here because, okay, well, the history of methamphetamine is that it was run... From biker gangs. Watch any of those documentaries on one percenters, and that story of methamphetamine being run from biker gangs is in every single one of those. And it's not just like the guy from A and E saying it. They have bikers in the gangs who brag about it. Okay, so that's part of the history of one percenters. That's not all men who ride a bike. My dad was a minister, a man of God, rode a Harley. My brother, decent dude, rides a Harley. There are plenty of good bikers out there. I, dude, I have, uh, I can't say dated, but was involved short term with a woman who rode a Harley. She's a great person. Right, There are plenty of good bikers. What you guys and me and Fantone and what everybody has got to start to learn to do is hear a generalization and not put yourself into that group of people. Just because we, again, related a truth to you, which is the history of methamphetamine was being run by one percenters. Doesn't mean that we were making an indictment against all people who ride motorcycles. This is a rock station. Do you think we would really go out of our way to piss off the Harley crowd? I mean, on purpose? Now,
1: bicyclists, yes, dude. We'll make fun of them. I don't
0: care. Look
1: at you you with your stupid little shorts on, you idiot. But But no, bikers, no, of course not.
0: Certain groups of people, cops, firemen, truck drivers... Delivery people, bikers, there are certain groups, not that they're more important to you or than other groups, but they are bread and butter type consumers. The Harley crowd for a rock station is bread and butter. You don't think 15 years in the business that we both have, we don't know that? You have to start to be able to hear generalities about groups and not assume that we mean you. More so, What's more important is, nor do the people listening go, it's not like they heard Fantone say that, see you on the freeway and go, meth dealer. That's not what happens. But to deny the fact that 1% of clubs have been in the business of running drugs through this country would be, well, patently false. I know it to be true. I know guys who were in one percenter groups. I talked about this before. I lived in in the middle of nowhere town in Oregon. You've never heard of, and the lo- and I won't even tell you the name of the gang. But the bike, you know, all right, Biker club. I won't even. You know what? I'll walk it back. I won't even call it a gang, even though that's totally what they were. Not all motorcycle clubs are, but this one was. But they ran that town, and when those dudes had them, when they had those cuts on riding through town, you could feel people getting tight. And when the bar door would open and four or five of them dudes would walk in, you could feel people get tight. Now, why is that? Because they weren't doing it? Of course they were. It doesn't mean everybody that rides a Harley is in their basement cooking up meth. And I don't know when we're going to start to figure out as a society that not everything is being directed right at or about you.
1: Well, you know, I think Bob at this point understands that words can hurt and you know he needs a safe space from, oh, from no. He does. He dude and when you're a special snowflake, your when you're a special snowflake and, and dude in and, and words hurt, I understand, Bob. And you know what? If I offended you, I'm sorry, bro. I am. I'm sorry. You know what all bikers are great people. Not not a single bad one in this in the whole crowd. None. Zero. They're all great. You're right, Bob.
0: Jeez. Now Fianto's going to be found dead in a ditch. <laughs> Dude,
1: biker gang's
0: coming at just me. Just
1: HD, just <laughs> scraped into his forehead.
0: All right. I just, I, you know, I know plenty of great bikers. Yeah. All right? Yeah. But, like, it's, yeah. we got to be able to start to use, you know, these broad terms. Right. And, and while talking about subjects. If you take that away from us, we won't be able to tell you stories anymore. Anything.
1: No jokes. Nothing.
0: No not jokes. A, not, not a single one of them. Right. I mean, it, it, you're not a protected class. No. No, 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 no,
1: no, <laughs> you know I can I mean? make jokes about trailer parks. Yes, that's okay. It's not saying right. all people that live in trailer parks are terrible. Again,
0: bread and butter consumers for rock stations. You can make jokes about things. It's all right. It's gonna be fine, Bob. You're gonna live. And if we offended anybody, special snowflake. I don't want to do that. Again, I understand how important the biker community is to this audience. I understand that. I Phantom will tell you. I have asked a couple of times since starting working here, where's the bike for badges? promotion here where's the biker like you know toy run for the kids hospital where's dude that kind of stuff happens at rock stations all the All the time all the time we need to do bike for badges we need to do that kind of stuff that community can show up and he's right bob is right they show up huge for charities and that kind of stuff they can be hugely beneficial in that but we have to this country has got to Start to be able to hear things and not project yourself into the narrative and not feel as if you're being personally attacked because you're not. But to deny the history of the one percenters running meth through this country would be a patent lie, and I don't do that. You should at least know that by now. See their tickets up for grabs next as we close out the show on Rock 106.9.
1: Guys, it is Fantone from the Stansbury Show here. Tax season right around the corner. You're probably thinking to yourself, "What am I gonna do with that refund?" Well, let me tell you, there is no better investment than yourself, and I'm talking about the Roholt Vision Institute. It's been over a year since I've had my LASIK surgery, and I could not be happier with the results. I'm seeing 2015 people. You could be too. And before you say to yourself, "Oh, I don't have the money," or "You know, I'm not a candidate for LASIK," dude, head over to roholtvision.com and see what their financing options are. See if you would be a good candidate for LASIK. They've got three different locations to serve you, so you are never too far away from world-class eye care. Like I said, go hit up the website, Roholtvision.com On Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9.
0: Welcome back to the Stansbury Show, Rock 106.9, nearing the end of the program. We have seeded their tickets, passed out here shortly. But fans, before we get out of here. Dude, I'm reading from NewsNet5.com. Now listen to this. Out of Akron, last night just after midnight, police are now looking into a two-car crash in Akron. That uh, one person got ejected from the car, and then it sent this crash did sent an engine bouncing down the street. Apparently, two cars were headed northbound on Kelly Avenue near Reed. I don't know that area of Akron. Uh, they were at a high rate of speed. Witnesses told police they believed the drivers were in fact racing. Uh, one of the drivers went off the right side of the road, jumped a sidewalk, and drove through a fence at an American Medical Response. Jeez. The out-of-control car then hit a parked car, sending it sliding nearly 50 feet into a parking spot next to a parked ambulance. The speeding car then hit a pole and landed on its side on top of a guardrail. The male driver was ejected through the windshield. When officers and firefighters arrived, they said he was up and walking around. Dear
1: God, imagine that. It's crazy how sometimes you can have the most violent crash in the world, yet somehow or another, the guy picks himself up. Right. I'm okay.
0: Dust himself off. It's weird. Female passenger had to be freed from the car by the fire department. She was also uh, talking at the scene, though. Police that both had injuries, but nothing appeared to be serious. Everybody's going to live. Jeez. Lucky. During the crash, the engine was ripped from the car and sent bouncing down Kelly Avenue, coming to a rest in the southbound lanes about 75 feet from where the car landed. Dude, that's pretty far for an engine to roll.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, it's not like we're not talking about a rubber ball. We're talking about a goddamn engine. Right. Like, those things are heavy.
0: And they're not, you know, uh, designed to roll. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not engine. built that way. And, uh, I mean, to give you perspective as how heavy, like, there's a couple thousand dollar device that you have to buy that can lift the engine out of the car. It's like, you know, type of a crane type thing for, you know, make it pretty simple there. My buddy bought one because he takes engines out of cars all the time for his side job. And, I mean, dude, that thing costs thousands of dollars, and it's not easy to use. I mean, it's hard to get an engine out of a car. It's not easy.
1: Yeah, drive careful out there. People forget that, like, yo, we are all behind the wheel of a, a projectile. <laughs> like we, It's very easy to forget that serious things going to happen, but be careful.
0: It's a missile. And keeping with the car crashes there. Yeah. Should make you aware that if you should happen to get into a, uh, into a crash, North Canton Collision is there to help you and I. So whether you've been in a collision, big or small, North Canton Collision is who you call. An insurance claims specialist, all repairs, all makes, all models. You can call my buddies Jeff, Alex, Woody, or Jason at 330-499-5171 or visit NorthCantonCollision.com for more info. North Canton Collision, the folks you call if you've been in a collision, big or small. Little sound effect there, yeah. buddy. A little
1: highly produced little, radio l- show. A l- little added, uh, <laughs> yeah. little
0: added benefit for North Canton Collision. <laughs> yeah. Check them out, at NorthCantonCollision.com. We do have see their tickets. Let's pass those out right now. That shows July nineteenth, H O B. We'll take caller 25-1-800-243-7625 on those. We are done for the day, and tomorrow going to be a big one, as yeah. we will remind you all morning yeah. that internet pre-sale for Shinedown tickets takes place tomorrow, WRQK.com. Having dinner with my mother for the last time before I ship her back off to Vegas, thank the dear Lord. I'll do that tonight, so obviously I'll have another my-mama's-awful story Can't wait. for you. First thing tomorrow morning. Guys, have a great day. See you.